However, I think we're all wrong. It's really just, it's Elise that's the best girl. Let's be honest. She's the only one that'll oh. put out for any of us. <laughs> Listen, she deserves a much better boy than you. Cliff is everything wow. to her, okay? Wow. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. Uh, I'm not as desperate as you. Oh, oh my wow! God. Shots fired. All right, well, there's two shots fired, and it's how you want to get out of this too. <laughs> Whoa, you're already dead. I'm not gonna. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture-related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And tonight, I got the entire cruise is here. Uh, finally, <laughs> we got uh, we got Natai back. We got our poser extraordinary. He's back! I'm just vibing to what is love <laughs> with all these gestures. <laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No, no. <laughs> copyright look at, the, look at, the, look at <laughs> that head bobbing motion that, do, do that again john i can't i literally cannot replicate anything i ever do ever <laughs> yeah we, it happens just had one to be time. there to see it like it, it's, it's just how it goes we got our czar of source material john he's here hi it's it's early and, yeah it's um, early for you oh yeah it's, it's late for natai it's like mid-morning for me you know they just got off work it's fine fine uh, just use email for fuck's sake i know right um and speaking of chinoda um i agree with what you wrote here chinoda. you did watch a ton of mid shit in 2023 i did you know i didn't think about how terrible the show selection was in 2023 until i went over the list yeah there was like <laughs> I was only just a like, couple of standouts I've, yeah there's like quite literally a few standouts in the entire year in my it opinion it was like anywhere between six and nine standouts everything else is kind of forgettable i don't even know if there was that many i think there was like i had more than i i had more than nine than i enjoyed but out of all the like shows i'm like yeah this is definitely a must watch because you know, when I was looking, I was like, what is a must watch? I'm like, okay, I, I can count on one hand how many shows <laughs> I would say you need to watch at least. Yeah. Uh, but that is kind of what we're here to discuss tonight. So, you know, mid-February is usually when we've done our traditional award show, our Finney Awards. Um, this year, we've decided to do something a little different. And because instead of, of having, John. Well, no, it was not just, it was John and Natai came up with this kind of together. It was me bitching about the award show because I yeah. hate award shows. <laughs> um. <laughs> So instead of giving out like traditional awards, we're just going to have like a discussion about some of the best aspects of anime over uh, the last year of 2023. We here um, at the podcast shall podcast. Yes. What what he said. It Yes. Thank you for the clarification. Yeah, th thanks. <laughs> no, no, I Wait, think is, is it the tutorial? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me getting through Dead Space, which uh, this isn't the tutorial. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, just, just imagine gonna... Alex going through Dead Space. Oh, I thought it's supposed to be Dead Space. There's so many alive people here. <laughs> there aren't. <laughs> there aren't, though. There's a lot of dead people in Dead Space. And a lot of people you're making dead. Um, well, first of all, they aren't people. And second of John, all, John, no, no. They're no, tangent. All right, I, I'm here to advocate uh, for necromorph rights. <laughs> okay, yeah. He just wants a necromorph pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to kick more of those babies. 
Alex, right. baby kicker 2024. Confirmed. No, that's one of the actual like animations. Is, is oh, I know. Baby. <laughs> um, Let's actually talk about anime, not Dead Space. <laughs> but definitely watch our Dead Space streams because they've been fun. Um, also, for all of you that want to bitch about our selections for tonight and the things we talk about, our comment section is right down below. Yeah. Tell Alex how wrong he is for yes. his opinions, as always. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely do, do it for them. But yeah, that's a good idea. Write it down in the comments. <laughs> I mean, def definitely do that, especially for the ones where John agrees with me. <laughs> yeah, if I agree with Alex, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things where you agree with me, John, let's talk about the best art and animation from last year. <laughs> Listen, I... I was thinking about, all right, what shows looked really good and was animated extremely well? And I'm like, you know what? The only one that really stood out to me was ZOM 100 because, was it, um, I assume call them Lightem Works, but no, it's Bug Films, right? Bug Films. Bug, Bug Films. Films, yeah. They, quite literally, this is their first anime uh, that they completely did, like, as their primary, as their, the, the yeah. primary studio. It was the primary studio. Because I they helped on Komi-san can't communicate but they weren't That's the primary animation studio they've yeah. helped a couple of different ones if i remember right but i think they've only done like in between animations and stuff like that for other studios yeah they've been the yeah. supporting studio and i remember you know when we did the review for zom 100 i was like what is this show like it looks so weird i don't understand what it is and i'm like we looked up the studio i was like oh Smart. this is they this is their first like actual like show we're like who is this <laughs> Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, and like I, we don't really have like a category of things to talk about for biggest surprise. But if I were to give like a biggest surprise for twenty twenty three, this would be it. Yeah, no, like their studio did really well with the uh, the show. Like <laughs> it was unfinished for a long time. Like I believe it took a couple Two of months. weeks for the the op to even get finished. Oh. Like the op yeah, wasn't yeah, done no, when they launched. Evolving. <laughs> Yeah. The fucking irony of this show being focused on this fucking working guy who just like overworks all the time, and then the scheduling of this show like led to the last three episodes being delayed like a few months and then airing like two and a half months on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember the uh, even the OP wasn't finished when they started airing because they're like, "Look, we didn't finish it. We're, we'll eventually." But like, it was finished. It was fucking incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I loved the actual final OP. The, yeah. Yeah, uh, one of the best OPs of the year, in my opinion. Full on um, agree. It's it's also, I think, a uh, testament to the studio themselves that instead of putting out and like rushing an unfinished product, they're like, no, 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 we'll take this hiatus. We'll come back with an actual finished product. It'll be good, we promise. And they yeah. did not lie. It was what? good. It they yeah. delivered on that promise. Um, I just really liked how <laughs> I pointed out that the main character in ZOM 100 looks exactly like Deku. <laughs> And, he kind of does, and what? I just—it's a completely different hair. What are you talking about? No, they're basically the same. Listen, when Deku, when Zombie Deku or a Zombie Apocalypse Survivor Deku puts on the shark suit and in Detroit smashes the Junji Ito Fever Dream, like, tell me I'm wrong that that happens. It, it, it I'm not. It happens. He literally Detroit smashes a shark, man. I wish okay. you were joking. A shark that had no, like legs and does. stuff that was crawling around on the land. The Junji Ito Fever Dream. Shark. <laughs> like, I wish that was clickbait. I really do, but no, that's exactly what happens. Like episode five or something or four. <laughs> Bro, legit with this show though, probably my favorite premiere of the year. 
Like that oh, first yeah. episode is incredible. Like, oh, I, I, I love that first episode. You just get bait and switch because you're like, okay, it's supposed to be some like it, you know the premise. Like, okay, it's gonna be a zombie apocalypse show, you know. But like the entire like black company experience that they were going through it of this and that, and I'm like, and the fact that the actual studio was taking jabs at um their old studio because I believe they were mm-hmm. who were they before they became Bug Films? They were we a t- lot of people who left. Um, we talked about this, and I cannot remember the studio. I don't even remember. I'll try to find out. I don't. Me- I'll I, pull it up. It was a long time ago. Where we were trying to figure it out for a while, and then uh, I discovered it through a YouTube short where someone's like, "Yeah, this Bug Films is actually ex workers of this studio." It's a. Uh, I didn't. I want to say it's, Madhouse. No, no, it's not Madhouse. That's what we no, all that's, speculate. That's Eight Bit. Eight Bit is the people that left Madhouse. Right, right, right. Um, I it's will the say people who was... did Pokemon. Um, uh, OLM. Oh. Is it OLM? Is it from OLM? OLM is the Pokemon studio, yeah. Okay, it might not be OLM. It doesn't sound familiar. But regardless of that, I think that ZOM 100 is... It had the best art and animation of the entire year, in my opinion. Because, you know, again, looking through the entire list, I couldn't... I, I didn't really see anything else that really stood out to me in terms of art and animation. Or art or animation. Because it's like... Yeah, we had free Ren, which was like, you know, good job, Madhouse. You didn't completely fucking bungle it. But that means a lot, dude. That's a lot. <laughs> Madhouse. That means a lot. I know it means a lot, but I was just like, there's still some really rough scenes. Uh that that I was like, I you know, I can't really give this to, to free Ren because it's like it it's still a good it, looking show though. It looks good, but like bro, there are that, moments that, where the dragon looks... fight scene was just yeah. so bad. Wait, are you talking about free Ren? It looks yeah. incredible. What are, what are you? No, about? but there are certain no, there, there are certain that up to par. There are, certain there are, parts there are individual moments where it kind of it, it declines a little bit in quality. You have to be very really long. picky. It goes guys. from here to here, I guess. No, yeah, it's the, the freaking dragon fight. No, the red dragon fight from the very beginning, like episode seven or six or whatever. For the record, I haven't reached episode five even. So see, he doesn't know yet. I mean, I I wouldn't say it goes from like a hundred to like ten, but it goes from like a hundred to maybe seventy. I'm just saying, 60. if your opening sequence has a fight sequence, if your opening like bit for your show has a fight sequence that's betterly better animated and drawn than an actual fight scene in the show, mm. then you got a fucking problem. It's also, still not a bad right. show all overall, it. though. You're correct. There's uh, a lot of people from on bug films were previously in, in OLM. So okay, okay. so it is oh, OLM. Okay. Yeah, 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 I remember the short that I said was like it's the studio that worked on Pokemon. They yeah. came from the studio that worked on Pokemon. And OLM so, has been working on Pokemon since the '90s. But yeah, uh, they <laughs> they're taking jabs at that in their in the first like two episodes where they're talking about like the, working as a black company and this and that. But I also think that. That Buck Films put a lot of effort into making it like even when they helped on Komi-san. Komi-san looks beautiful, by mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just think the, the, the story the story is mid, but <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. Also, the use of coloring is one hundred. Just like it looks incredible. Yeah. Like That's it's so vibrant and so like about, yeah. I, like it's so like it just pops. And the animation work itself just looks incredible. I mean, the amount of zombies on screen sometimes is wild. Yeah. 
they were not shy about using the color palette, and I truly appreciate that. That, in combination with fantastic animation, really made it stand out in 2023 compared to all the other animes that did air. I was especially a fan of uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and... Don't hate me, Demon Slayer, for good animation. Demon Slayer looked incredible. In my opinion, yeah. fuck off, Alex. No, um, I, I, mean, I agree with you. Like, it didn't look bad. Yeah. Um... And, you know, I thought they were great, but compared to ZOM 100, I was like, ZOM 100 takes the cake for this. Like, it just does. Like, everything else is only a little bit worse by comparison. I also like how every time they do, like, a a flashback, the color is kind of removed from the scene. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah, because it was a bleak time in his life, and the world was muted for him. They did it beautifully. I appreciate that well i just think that also like the whole zombie aspect like sure zom 100 is goofy right it's got like literal super mutant zombies in it but like how they draw the the horror aspect of it like when for example when akira and oh my god i don't remember akira's name uh akira's friend the the guy the blonde guy kencho kencho yeah it is kencho it is kencho uh yeah when they like they go to that mall and it's like i'm like this reminds me a lot of um freaking dawn of the dead dawn of the dead (laughs) i genuinely thought that's what it was going to be just a giant dawn of the dead like tribute i mean that's what happens when i see zombies in a mall i think dawn of the dead yeah but i was Um, just like i that like the whole horror aspect of the zombie stuff was done really well as well I thought that was it was captured really well, like not as just a a running gag for the show, but just in general. Yeah, really tiny related side tangent. Natalia, I will get to you. I promise. Um, <laughs> did any of you watch uh, the live action Zom One Hundred? No, I didn't. No. Was it any good? I actually really enjoyed it. They had to combine combine certain things to shorten it and uh, make it fit together, but overall, like. On its own, I truly enjoyed it. I thought it was a fantastic adaptation of uh, what exists. It's a movie, not a on... show, right? Yes. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a is movie. it on Netflix? Yes. 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 Did uh, Netflix I, it, adapt it? <laughs> uh, I believe they did. Um, I know it came out like a week after the anime premiered. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I remember. Capitalized. I, now I'm vaguely remembering something about this. Yeah. Oh, it I is actually. I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah, no, it's good. They don't have the uh, vivid colors, obviously. They can't. They yeah, can only I mean, do so much. Like that, that wouldn't translate very well into live action, I don't believe. But uh, for what it was, it was actually really enjoyable. Mm. And even me, who normally hates anything zombie related, I was like, okay, this still fun, still what? good. Yeah, hate, hate anything, hate anything zombie. zombie related. Why? Zombies scare the shit out of me. Oh. oh my god! Okay, so he's point. actually genuinely terrified of zombies. I I don't even the like cranberry it. song. You know why? <laughs> you know why I don't like zombies? Because if zombies exist, that means the internet goes down. How would I live? <laughs> this dude not in, not if you live in the Resident Evil uh, universe where Wesker's daughter still has the internet. And look, look. If you're in the Resident Evil universe, you got much, much worse problems than just zombies. You got fucking Umbrella Corporation. Yeah, I don't. I think I don't want to live in the the Resident Evil universe. 
I don't if I have to pick any... a zombie universe to live in. <laughs> I don't think there's any zombie universe I want to live in because like either they're zombie basically... land saga. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be good. No, it wouldn't be all fun in games, dude. It is fun in games. What are you talking about? I mean, that's <laughs> it's just the real world. It's just it's the just world, the real man. world with zombie singers. <laughs> Anyways, Natai, tell us why instead of Zom One Hundred, why your pick is yeah. JJK. Tell us why we're wrong. I just think it's incredible, like the animation that's on display, the like the amount of fucking crazy shit that they go. Well, I want to mention what anime season. you're talking about. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> Okay, well, Chinoda introduced. We didn't it. say that. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, Chinoda introduced it. I'll, I'll hold a sign. That's what I'm talking I'm about, right? Jujutsu um, Kaisen season two, the one that I I still haven't watched. <laughs> I I just think it's incredible. So one of the things that there, a lot of things happened this year in anime. One of them is uh, a lot more uh, animators broke down about their working condition. Yeah. Uh, and Jujutsu Kaisen was kind of the pinnacle, of, like the, just the, the center of attention in that department. And it's, I think it's kind of wild and a lot of props and more money needs to be given to the animators for managing to go through that hellish schedule and, and uh, production like environment and still right. pull off like one of those crazy batching, insane, like, action shows that came out just mentioned that we were talking about um mappa as a studio when we're when we were talking about chainsaw man we're like man they're picking up a lot of shows after chainsaw man and they're they're putting out a lot of like high quality effort work like we're we're all just speculating like how is this possible mappa like we hope we were all impressed Rest. We were like, I, I thought it was well, amazing. I, I was hoping the answer was one of two things: either they were hiring a shit ton more animators, or they were paying the animators they had a lot more money. And as it turns or out, none. Nope, or none. The the answer was that nope, they just slave labor. That's that's how. And it's, we were like, what the fuck, Mappa? Like we were hoping, we're like, we hope disgusting. it's not slave labor because this is kind of insane. And you know, it's crazy. It is insane. The, the workload, the workload that Mappa is taking on, like. It would be one thing if they were taking on all these things and having like three or four seasons in between each of these releases. No, they're coming out one after the other. It's insane. Like immediately after all, Chainsaw Man, they had Vinland Saga season two. All the information that's been coming out of like that sort of like the environment they've been in, like like things that like like just blew me blew my mind. So apparently, in some of these interviews, people are like. Well, the fact that we did Jujutsu Kaisen Zero in four months sort of like set a, a standard that we can't do this. You know, like you did this movie in four months? Are you nuts? So, like, on the one hand, I really appreciate and respect, and are, is just blown away by the work they did in Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Even though it like it was on the back of their fucking mental health and not even mental, <laughs> just like health. Period. You know. Health, yeah. So, like. Props to the team. I hope they are okay. <laughs> you know, hmm. watch maybe uh, season two. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Maybe the Mappa animators will all quit and start their own studio, like Bug Films did. <laughs> it's yeah. what happened. I mean, we we lost the fucking Jujutsu Kaisen season one, and the movie director, the Chainsaw Man director, left to to join another studio. Like, it's not sustainable what they're doing. No, no, not long term. 
they're burning through their talent, which is a shame. And yeah. they have a lot of really good talent on their team, which is even big, a bigger shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's like some of these people, they're going to straight up quit the industry and it's just going to be a straight up loss. I'll just say this about like the the, the animation aspect of Jujutsu Kaisen. If you like animation in general, it's just a portfolio of fucking incredible, crazy, batshit, insane stuff. Mm. Go watch it. Like, like nothing compared to it. There are a lot of amazing shows this year, but in terms of just like raw, like hype animation, like there's nothing better than this. See, I heard that people were saying the first like half, I guess you could call it the first arc, whatever it is of Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen season two. Yeah, like I heard people said that was boring. Nah. It's it because people don't like their pace slowed down a little bit. They're like, "Give me action, 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 action! That's all I want. Yeah, I want to eat action." It's yeah. good. It's like, bro, backstory. Let let the world eventually. Happen I'll, I'll actually watch season two. It's good. I've got to say, my my hype for JJK has died since I started reading the manga, and I've gotten I've gotten to a certain point where I'm like, oh, well, now I don't like the show. I don't like the series anymore. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the curse of the uh, manga reader. Yeah, curse the, of knowledge. The curse future of future knowledge. Future knowledge. It goes. It goes like either either it gets even better or it gets absolutely dog shit. Hmm. Oh, but, what um, a terrible fate! Yes. Uh, and I do it to myself, and I, it hurts. You do, and you have no one to blame but yourself. <laughs> I'm starting to do it to myself as well. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you see a perfect example here to know why you shouldn't do it. And yet I know, it but anyway. I love reading manga so much, and like talking to John about it after I read stuff. It's so fun. It's such a bad time. <laughs> Um, before we move on, uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to uh, the people that worked on Pluto, uh, mostly for how seamlessly they mix 2D and 3D animation in that anime. Uh, oh, yeah, it looks I have not fantastic. heard anything about Pluto other than from you, Alex. Like, literally, no I, one I know talks about it. I will <laughs> fucking it. back fluid. Alex up on this. I've I, I, I'm sure it's great, but like, quite literally, outside of our podcast, I have not heard any other anti-tuber talk it's about because it. Because it's locked behind Netflix, and anytime Netflix, Netflix is involved, show. the hype is dead. I've been it's waiting bullshit. for that show for like years by now, and Netflix has, has done zero work to push Very it. little marketing. It's a shame. I mean, that's just part of like um, <laughs> the Children of Wales or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. I think that. Yeah, that was the show. Yep. But... Yeah, Children of Wales. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Amazing show. Netflix yeah, no did one... not care about it. No one watched it. <laughs> it's like, why do they even bother to compete when they're just going to let it die? It's. I just think maybe that's a whole nother because... podcast. I don't want to get into it right yeah. now. <laughs> no. Uh, but I, I just wanted to give them a great shout out for how well they did mixing the 2D and 3D animation in that. Um, and I know we don't really have a, a section here where we're going to be talking about voice acting. Just really quick, want to give a huge props to the English dub voice actors. My God, they did a good job on that show. They have Keith fucking David on the English dub. <laughs> All right. Uh, should we move on? Yes. Yes. All right. Let's talk about best boy and best girl. Of Easy. the year, um, right, and let me let me, let me tell you why. Yeah, let, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you why the true best boy of the year is Shadow from uh, Eminence and Shadow. 
Ah, nah, nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Listen, listen. I love that boy so much. No. <laughs> He's so chuny, and I love him. Listen, and I will must protect. I will admit that with the Eminence and Shadow season two, mm. I thought the fact that John, <laughs> when he takes the identity of John Smith, they changed the voice actor. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Because he took a different e- uh, alter ego, they changed the voice actor for him when he speaks. Because hmm. I was like, "Is that is that Lelouch Lamperouge I hear <laughs> voice actor now?" I so, wonder if they'll do that in the English dub as well. Oh, that would be so idea. cool if they do. Probably not. I don't know, but I hope so. If they do the same thing and they get Lelouch's voice, that means they'll have to get Johnny Young Bosch to do it. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> Johnny Young Bosch is Lelouch in English. Well, in um, Dr. Elise, the one that's ca- currently airing right now, mm. I also was like, that sounds like Eins. But then I looked up the cr- character credit. I'm like, that's not Eins' voice actor. But then I was listening to it again. And I'm like, that is definitely Eins' <laughs> voice actor. And then as it turns out <laughs> on Mal, it, it only shows like the primary voice actor who voices him. But when he was mm. undercover, he's actually voiced by Eins' voice actor. And I'm like, I knew it. Oh. I knew I, I would never mistake Papa Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I just I think it's cool that uh, shows are doing that, where it's mm. like they're supposed to have like a a, a different voice because they're undercover or something, and they're like, "Fuck it, we'll just hire someone else." Yeah, like that's yeah. cool. Give more jobs to people. That's great. I don't know. I just Eminence and Shadow came along. I mean, the the first season started airing in 2022, finished in 2023, and then we had the second season air all throughout, or well, all throughout the fall season of 2023. And I just I enjoyed watching this boy everything he did it was so fun yeah i think the show is really fun um i don't think he's best boy worthy but okay <laughs> i don't know that's my best way from last year and i do want to give honorable mentions to both uh or well to rudy from mushoku tensei thorfinn from vinland saga season two and akira from zom 100 um agreeing with alex i do think he's the best boy because he was such a goddamn chuny he was such Fucking a fun weird. time I loved him so much. And him getting this not beaten out of him constantly just for the sake of keeping up appearances. I'm like, I love this yeah. idiot. He's like, I can so use my fun. ultimate. Mob ultimate number seven. <laughs> Spinning blood fountain. <laughs> <laughs> He's so stupid. I love yeah, no, it. I, listen, he, I, he has a... He has a special place in my heart. One of the awards that we used to do, the like that you guys used to do in the Fenny Awards, the uh, the best boy and best girl. I hated these because there was like there was no actual criteria for them other than my opinion. Yeah, like, there's no really, criteria other than purely. my opinion. Welcome to awards show. And yeah, I mean, welcome to award shows. <laughs> so the shows that uh, bribe us the most are going to get the the wins. So, so I was like, this is why we should just do it an open discussion, like you know what we think, and mm. it. it I, I think that Sid slash Shadow slash John Smith, it, it was okay for twenty slash fifteen other aliases. Uh, I don't think that yeah, Jiminy Jimina, the ordinary ordinary man. I love the fucking names in this. Or show, no, man. mundane man, yeah. mundane, mundane man, man. perv yeah. ass hat. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think there are a lot of best boys for me in this season, just because I was like, yeah, there was. <laughs> you mean the year? Or yeah, in the year because <laughs> just we're losing him. Right, yeah. Yeah. He, he's losing gone, him. gone. No, I, I was just thinking about. It. I was like, all right, maybe Aqua, but I'm like, nah, I don't know. 
from Oshinoko. I really liked him as a character. Like, <laughs> it was hilarious when he, he shows up to the concert and starts, like, fucking doing the the otaku dance. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> he sets my otaku spirit ablaze. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fuck with you, bro. Yeah, like, him don't doing fuck that. Him. Uh, yeah, don't fuck him, please. <laughs> Ruby, please, no. <laughs> uh, Ruby, please, yes. <laughs> no. It's the only way no. we can yeah. get eye back. No. But, uh, because... I chose Mash, right? Mash Burn Dead, because <laughs> Burn Dread, Dread, Burn yeah. Dead. Is it Burn, yeah, burn Dread? Burn and there's so it. many ways you can read this in English. I just love Mash's character because he's so stupid. <laughs> like the the fact that he's just like he's just a freaking airheaded idiot, and he's got just happy go lucky. Like, oh yeah, I'll just fucking whatever, bro. Anytime you pack. even start to go into something, anything, even more than simple, <laughs> just the steam just like, coming yeah. out of his head. <laughs> he's so, so simple-minded. But he's such a, even though he's so simple-minded, he's such a pure character, and that's what, like, does it for me. I'm like, oh, you, you're such you. a... not just everyone in the show as well, they're, they just see him, they're like, Oh my god, you're a sweetheart. You're an angel. You're a saint. Well, it's like you're such a lovable idiot. Like I I just I I want to help you out even though society hates you. You're like a dumb baby that's going to kill itself if we don't take care of you. I wouldn't say he's that a dumb UOP baby. Though. That <laughs> yeah, that no that oh, UOP the, the creepy for the, for the oh, second yeah. season that's currently airing, yeah. John really John cursed me with this with this OP and John you're right so it gets in your head and it won't let go it, it, the squeaky chair I, I am not a fan of creepy hold on hold on okay. I just gotta <laughs> you gotta do the do the little dance no 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 I'm I'm very happy that he's my, so happy that you like a creepy that I've uh, that I've been spreading this I spread it to John now it's spread to Alex God damn it Chirana, stop spreading your nuts around. <laughs> no again i don't like creepy nuts as a band but this freaking op just gets stuck in your head like it starts off and i'm just like because i remember chinota was like oh my god the new season season two mashal op oh it's so good i'm like creepy nuts yeah whatever you know like creepy nuts is okay as a band they don't have any songs that i really like and I'm listening to the OP. He's like, dun, 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 dun. and I'm like, yep, that's the creepy nuts that I don't like. It's like this weird Japanese rap that I, I don't, I'm not a fond, fond of very much. And then you get to the chorus, and I'm just like, yo, we're talking, <laughs> bing, bang, bang, bing, bang, bang, bing, bang, boom, boom, bing, bang, bang. And I'm like, oh, yo, yo. <laughs> Looks incredible. And then there's like so much sakuga near the end of that OP. It looks nuts. Yeah, and then the actual it's not OP just at the end. Nuts. It's throughout the whole OP. You actually watch it, and it's like, oh, this actually oh, has it looks animation. And like, if you watch the anime and watch the OP, you're like, oh my god, there's actually stuff from there in the OP as is proper. I mean, but I you think wouldn't that... know anything. It doesn't really spoil anything because Mashal Season Two is technically 2024. It's definitely on my we don't you know we've got three more seasons to go through for 2024 at least for next year but yeah, there's some there good stuff on, there's some good stuff <laughs> waiting in the wings i'm just putting that out there uh but yeah for me i just mash is just he's my favorite boy of this of the year i i there's no one else that compares to where i'm just like you know what bro I you say there's no one else but there's say there's no one else listen no other boy no other boy will bring world peace like thorfinn will let me tell you that <laughs> this is no enemies he's not that's the beauty. He's not best boy. He's best man. 
Mm. <laughs> he's best oh, my man. Bad. He is he's best, best man. man. You're right. You are right. Wait, best he's man in your inspiration wedding? Inspiration to us all. I mean, possibly. <laughs> Listen, a man of your talent, farming, really? Farming, really? Bro, man of bro, your talents. He's, he's grinding his ass out. You know, it's real hard work. <laughs> he's grinding out those levels, John. He's solo leveling. He's, yeah, he's uh, literally solo leveling this sh- Bro, oh my god. Like, I think I, his I, development... Can it be next run- year yet so I can talk about 2024? <laughs> <laughs> it started out real strong. Quite opposite with like 2023 where I'm like, okay, a handful of shows were standouts. Like I literally less than 10. But bro, bro, remember... It's stacked, bro, Remember winter 2023 where it was like, oh my god, Tomochan is incredible. Now nobody remembers it. I'm gonna no, bring that up I later. Mean, <laughs> I mean, Tomo Chan. I thought the anime was all right. Uh, I like the manga a lot more. We'll, than the we'll anime. talk about it. We'll talk about it later because I actually wrote it down for one of the things I want to talk about. Well, I just loved Carol. Her voice actor it was hilarious, <laughs> and the same in both Japanese and English, which yes. is impressive. I also uh, yeah. before we move on to Beskar, I want to give a quick shout out to my boy uh, Ichikawa Kiyotora from. Uh, What's it called? Uh, Dangerous in my heart. Freaking love again. You have not sold me on this show, and (laughs) continue to not sell it. Uh, Um, you know, I thought about it. Uh, What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna write a fucking essay on why you should actually watch it. Will you though? Try to sell it. No, he won't. I won't. (laughs) The problem is that I thought the premise was so stupid that I I just automatically just have a negative outlook on the show. So. Here's the thing. I, I, I'm ta- I'm assuming you're talking about like the um, summary of season one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, that's though, not how also, it goes no, at no, all. No. I've also seen clips of the show because it's like, hey, you like watching Nagatoro and all <laughs> these other rom coms. Our yeah. algorithms know this. Yeah, YouTube algorithm understands that you like rom com clips. Like, watch these clips from the show, and I'm watching, and I'm like. This is a very boring show to me. I don't really care for this. Like, I think that, um, oh my God, something can't, won't leave me alone. What's that one? Uzaki-chan? Uzaki-chan? No, that's Uzaki-chan wants to play. It's the one where it's like some, he's like a mundane dude, but the girl, like the class diva or whatever takes an interest in him. Miss, Miss Kubo? Won't leave me alone. Oh, Scuba won't leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I found they keep pushing clips of that and Dangerous in My Heart to me, and I'm just like, these are shows that I do not care about. Cuba so. was okay, ish. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that yeah. show's got to be really bad for Chinoda to say it's not good. I'm not or saying it, must, it's... or or it might be the best show in the world now. <laughs> it might be the best show in the world. And I was like, eh, I don't know, guys. It just wasn't for me. No, it, it wasn't that great. No, like I, horrible, I'm sure that but... Dangers in My Heart is actually a great show, and it's just not for me because you know that can happen, and yeah. that is allowed to happen. Sometimes shows are really amazing, and they're just not for certain people. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes John says Skipping Loper is a good show, and it was. You fucked up. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Here we go. Literal best girl of the year comes from Skipping Loper, bro. I can't. I give it six episodes, and don't get me wrong, she's great. Listen, I don't even remember her name. (laughs) I skipped and loathed her. (laughs) To me, 
How long were you was, sitting on that me. one? He was waiting Bro, this entire time. This months. This entire He's been year. waiting for months to get that in. Again, uh, it was hard for me to think of a best girl other than like, all right, I really liked watching Natsumi because I really liked Skip and Loafer. Thought it was a solid like eight out of ten show, to be honest. I no, I really liked it. She was super cute. Um, I I really liked watching her grow as a person. You know, now that I'm looking Who? at my best boy and my best girl, I see that my best boy and best girl are just very honest and earnest people. <laughs> that <laughs> is like you have a type. That, that is the bar to being a good person, in my opinion. Bro, if if she was right or die, John would be like, I want to marry her right now. <laughs> yeah, no, that too bad I didn't have any of that last year. <laughs> Other than, well, see, all right, I was going to say Sylphie, but that's because I have future knowledge of Sylphie of why she's actually best girl. Okay, I want to, okay, since you brought it up, I'm going to go with this. John gave me so much shit. After the first season of Mashoku Tensei, because I thought that Roxy was best girl, and he's like, "Bro, bro, you don't even know. You don't even know, <laughs> bro. You don't even know. You guys are both wrong. Eris is best girl." Oh, fuck off! <laughs> no, See, actually, headed domination. No, 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 no. Come back to me in about two seasons when you all get proven wrong. And bro, bro, actually, Alex actually understands now. Sylphie is best girl in two seasons. Actually, when you no, come John, back, John, you'll all be like, John was right. Sylphie is actually best. Do you girl. know? Do you know that I'm about to win a hundred bucks over this fucking stupid anime? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? So me and my best friend, me and my best friend, me and my best friend, we both watched uh, the the new season, and we talked about it, and he approached me and he's like you know what i have a feeling this fucking spoilers for mushoku tensei by the way for the second season he's like you know this uh, fucking wedding thing there's no way so it this is it he's gotta there's there's gotta be some way that the other chick is gonna gonna get in the mix and i'm like nah if they actually did it they're fucking doing it he's gonna sell down with sylphie that's it He's like, I'll bet you a hundred bucks on it. There'll be another wife. I'm like, deal. So we'll see who's gonna win that bet in the end. <laughs> oh, do you want to know right now? If you're no, no I don't want to. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I, I think it'll take about two seasons. Uh, well, at the for me to win the hundred bucks. I am I am slowly being converted to the Sylphie best girl thing, especially after this last season. She is my best girl for uh 2023. However, I think we're all wrong. It's really just it's Elise that's the best girl. Let's be honest. She's the only one that'll oh. put out for any of us. <laughs> Listen, she deserves a much better boy than you. Cliff is everything wow. to her, okay? <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Wow. Uh, I'm not as desperate as you. Oh, oh wow! God. Shots fired. All right, well, there's two shots fired. Natai, you want to get out of this too? <laughs> Whoa, you're already dead. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I, I can't do that to him. He's, he's already like that, dead. Like that old Sims. Me, stop. He's already dead. They did my job for me. I'm good. <laughs> but no, I, I, I kind of fell in love with Sylphie in season two of Mashoku Tensei. Well, the first half of season two of Mashoku Tensei. Obviously, we still have another half to go. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I'm slowly being converted to the Sylphie best girl uh, camp. Uh, I still, if, if I have to say like best girl of the story so far, I'm still like, I'm still kind of in the Roxy camp. 
but Sylvie is getting really Bro, close. I have You'll so much have I want to say. Railroad. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> I can't say oh, anything. See, I can't say anything. Is, the best thing about this, John, is after we're done recording, you can tell me. I won't care. <laughs> I've actually I've read the final chapter of the light novel. Why did you just the final chapter? Just the final chapter. Wait, what? Why? <laughs> what? That's weird. He's a madman. I've been I've been I'm telling crazy. you guys this I, for years. You, after seven and a half years now, John, you should know I'm not a stable individual. No. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, my best girl for twenty three was Anna Yamada from The Dangers in My Heart. I freaking love her so much. She's so adorable. You love Such her. Such a good ball. You love her. She is. Bloodness assets, massive her, character, her traits. massive character traits, her assets. <laughs> That's not what matters to me about her. I just uh-huh. love how adorable she is. Uh-huh. I mean, she, I mean, she's good looking, sure. Oh, very finely shaped. I, I definitely love that. She's a model. Um, of course, she but is. yeah, I'm just yes. imagining That's our Grandpa Chonoda. Let me tell you about her. <laughs> That's a fine woman, all right. Damn fine woman. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, no, but she's uh adorable as hell. Such a goofball. Um, has such a good time in life and always tries to have a uh, have fun. And she she's one of the people. Um. Uh, when I was watching the anime, I was like, all right, I need to know more about what happens, need to know more about these characters. And I read the manga for this show while it was airing. I don't ever do that. Ever. That's not a thing I do. And for something to capture me that quickly, and Anna, too, every time I see her, I'm, I just look forward to seeing what she gets up to and how she reacts to things. She's the best girl of uh, 23 in my heart. Does it make me a terrible person that hearing you yes. describe more and more about... Yeah, I mean, obviously it does. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, Alex. I do. I, I want to watch the show now just so I could eviscerate it and destroy your I heart. I do exactly. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Please. Like, I'd watch it be like, the show was mid at best. Go ahead. I, do it. So Just, just like how it? I enjoy Shield Hero and you love eviscerating oh me every time. Go ahead. Fall for my Shield trap. Fall for my trap, Don. Of Shield Hero? Bro, it's something like season three. Yeah, season how three aired last year. Bro, bro, I watched the first episode of season two. I was like, I'm done. I'm... Season two <laughs> wasn't great. As as you should. As you should. Season By the way, Shinoda... <clears throat> I have to ask you because you're a trigger fan. Um, I'm a fan girl, and you well, yeah. And you mentioned about how this character has ample assets. Yes. Have you seen the redesign they did for Rika from Gridman? Oh my god, bro, bro! I got to bring. I'm this not up. that much of a fan. I got to bring this Ooh. up so people can see it. Ooh, I promise. Change. I promise we will not get demonetized. Please don't. Ban Why are you hijacking this? You twenty no, 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 it's Please don't ban us. It's etchy no. at best. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this redesign, my dudes. <laughs> I am with Chinota here. I don't like it. I'm not what? a fan. Not a fan. I'm not a fan. Oh, y'all are crazy. No, it loses that like original. It loses aesthetic. the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Look I'm I'm with Chinota here. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I love the thickness of the thighs. I mean, I, oh yeah. I, 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 I get hungry just looking I, at that. <laughs> 
but I it's like not appealing. I like what they're trying to go for, but my Rika was not this Rika. You know what I'm <laughs> this saying? This isn't my Rika, goddammit. <laughs> this is like MILF Rika. How can you say no? Very easily. I just did twice. Oh. So <laughs> nah, y'all, like y'all, y'all, red light y'all district crazy. Rika. <laughs> oh my like god, it. yes. Anyway, this the is tie. what I stayed for for one a one a.m. I know, right? Yeah, the tie. Yeah. I I know nothing about this show other than I see clips of it popping up, and I'm like, this seems hilarious. Okay, like, so there is there's good, literally okay. the one scene in um the hundred girlfriends who really really love you where it's like. They're trying to rob something or steal something, and she's like, "Throw the medicine at the dog!" So she throws it. And she's like, "Oh no!" No, she and then she drinks the medicine instead, and she gets knocked out. And they're like, "What? We said throw it. Why did you drink it?" She's like, "I don't know." And then the dog licks the medicine and falls down too. And they're like, "Oh, that kind of works. <laughs> Grab her. Let's go." <laughs> like, what is this show? Bro, what, what happened? Girl, really, 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 about really this love you is nuts. It's such a good comedy, <laughs> and all the girls are good. I I just from that one clip alone, I'm like, I kind of want to watch this show. I, I thought it was just gonna be like some generic um it's a know, really like good comedy. harem or something. So apparently the manga is said he committed to the actual like to the premise that it's like there will be 100 girls and he will like put effort into each and every one of them to be like their own character with their own story, their own appeal. That is genuinely and, insane. And apparently the manga is going great. But the show is like, it's so funny. It's such a good show. So, I'll, so shout out to all the girls from 100 Girlfriends. I really, really love you. I feel like Go it's just on my watch list. It's, a it's supposed of to be weeks best ago. girl, singular, bro. Not best girl. No, no. I have love for all the girls. <laughs> She's smoking like a true I like how he looks behind. It's like, is she behind me? <laughs> Spoken like a true harem protagonist. <laughs> I have like like John, I haven't seen this show either. I've just seen like a handful of clips from it. Although I haven't seen anything that makes me want to watch it yet. Just just the funny freaking dog drugging scene. I think think by episode one, one, I think by episode one you'll fit you'll know if you chill with the comedy or not. Maybe it's like the things that I the clips that I've seen, I think they're supposed to come off as funny, and I'm just sitting here like eh. I don't know. It's I, maybe the humor West might was, not be for you. I'm just thinking that maybe what's been presented to me isn't the best stuff nah, that the show has. To YouTube, offer. YouTube algorithm, Sama is the one who decides that for us. So I, I don't know. I, you, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> All, right, All right, for our next section. Yes. Uh, so going on from characters to character designs. Um, I, John, I, 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 you agree with me again. This is becoming a concerning pattern. Uh, Listen, the best character design for me in 2023 designs in general, like in as the entire show aesthetic is obviously Eminence in Shadow Season 2. Like the outfits are so fucking cool. Like they look really good. Like the, the all of Shadow's outfits are really cool. All of the girls, the, uh, the seven, what are they called? The seven sovereigns or whatever it is. Yeah. The seven leaders or whatever the heck it is. The original seven, the top seven dogs of his uh, alliance. The first seven girls that he does save are like the generals or something in, in his army, right? Yeah. And all of their outfits are really awesome. Like, it just looks so cool. Like, it, it's so tuny, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a cool aesthetic. <laughs> and you, that's exactly why I like it, too. It's, it's, it's just tunies be tunying, man. Yeah, and I also really liked the design of all of the seven girls. Like they just—they're mm-hmm. they're so distinct and they look really good. Like very <laughs> unique designs for all of them. 
they had my emphasis on really nice designs. You nice. know what I'm saying? Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty simple for me to, to just like like as a no-brainer for like these were obviously the best character designs like first of all we got there you know speaking of having a hundred different girlfriends who really really love you like in eminence and shadow sure he has the main seven you missed one really but i'll allow it <laughs> <laughs> he has there's the seven original right the uh generals or whatever but he also has a bunch of other girls that have really cool designs underneath them so. i mean I didn't. I didn't say this in the best girl section, but uh, but Delta best girl. Uh, <laughs> I just listen. I'm, I'm putting it out there. Uh, no, I I love the 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 very unique character designs in Eminence and Shadow, not just for the main character, but for all the people that surround him. Um, I also want to say honorable mention to Pluto again for how seamlessly they transitioned the manga designs into anime. They made Toshino it look. Go ahead, some really. They made it look oh. not ridiculous, and I'm I'm, I'm happy for that. <laughs> what I about thought Oshinoko had really good character designs as well, because like yeah. I really liked like the whole uh, Ruby Aqua aesthetic, like how they're they're twins, but they they look so alike, but also they look so much like uh, their mom. Also, it's more than that. Uh, it, it's actually I, I feel like it's something that was cared for Kaguya somehow. So in that show, when they weren't you know hanging around in their like school uniforms. Each of the characters had their own style and drip, you could say, I guess. And the way they would walk around with their own outfits. And I really enjoyed how that part of Oshinoko was also portrayed with, like, because they're all teenagers and so supposedly they're, like, wearing trendy stuff or, like, some of them, you know, like, uh, uh, what was her fucking name? Uh, Kana. She, just by her character design, you could tell she was coming from this, like, background of like being a child actor what what are you cracking up about when you said drip it reminded me of something that uh hiroyuki and my she said once he was asked what? about like the drip of one of the characters he designed he's like he, when it was translated to him he's like drip is he melting <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't understand yeah like... he didn't he didn't realize that drip meant like clothes Reminds me of that whole Twitter thing where everyone kept saying goat and that Twitter person, that artist or something, the mangaka was like, what is goat? I don't understand. Are they threatening me? Why they called me a goat? Yeah, like... Why is everyone saying goat? What goat? Like, he was posting stuff and then people were, like, putting the, uh, the like, the nose breathe out emoji with, like, the gun, like, don't stop, like, keep posting. They're like, are they vaguely threatening me? What are these Westerners doing? It's like they don't understand Western like emoji humor and stuff. It's 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 funny. Do you know that on Twitter, Japanese people recently discovered the Shinzo Abe meme of have sex and recruit? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> what? And they were like, I'm thinking to myself, the Japanese gotta have equivalent memes for American politicians. Come on, hold on, know, hold on. I want to hear what was their like, reaction. I had no idea. The reaction was like, what does this mean? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but you know what that meme where it's like there's like a Japanese temple and it's got uh, Shinzo Abe like uh, like very yeah. um, transparent in the background. It just says have sex and reproduce. Bro, you got to pump those numbers up. <laughs> I just find it funny that only now are Japanese people discovering that meme and it's really funny seeing the reactions. 
But yeah, with um, I think Oshinoko's the character designs in it are really good. Like I, I really like Kana's design, but I also love I love Memcho's design quite yes. a lot. Like Memcho is actually best girl in Oshinoko. All right, everyone uh, else is getting that. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> John, you I and I agree again. John and I are agreeing on something again. This is but not again, for you, John. Alex, you're the only one here who pushes for the incest in Oshinoko. Fuck off. I know. <laughs> I, I don't think he's the only one who pushes not. for that, bro. I pu- I'm not the only one. I'm not. Maybe the only one on this podcast, but I'm sure not the only Listen, one. Listen, Alabama is a whole ass state, bro. <laughs> Oshinoko is I'm like the Alabama man. anime. <laughs> You know how like super super lovers was the Canadian anime. Now Oshinoko is the Alabama anime. Oh lord, super lovers. Uh... How do you manage to always bring it back to super lovers? I know, always. I'm I'm a sick individual. Us, that's why. Anyway, Chino, yeah. explain to me why Undead and Lux design is really good because I I don't get the appeal of the girl. I think she looks basic. You know. Well, John, I. <laughs> Well, oh, you were talking not... about the Bara Daddy. That's the design that you really no, cared about. It's, oh. it's not just uh, them. It's oh, all the characters okay. that I think look cool as fuck. By the way, there's a reason for you to watch this. That's a big hat. Yeah, no, yeah. That is a very it? large ass. I, I said hat. Ooh. Oh yeah. no! Look at her hips. Look at her hips. You know she got a big ass. You know what's funny? Yeah, I think it's funny that has... the first thing you looked at was the hips. The first thing <laughs> that spoke to me was like, "Is that a giant freaking afro hat? Like, what is that? What's Fuck going the on?" Fuck that hat! That's what I said. <laughs> like, she can put on any hat you want, John. No, no, her her hat is important. Um, Actually, but it looks no. like the hat that Guinan wears in the Star Trek: The Next Generation. <laughs> But no, all the characters have actually cool, unique designs that I love seeing. Um, like, you could put them in a silo, and I could actually be like, oh yeah, that's that character. Um, but no, all of them look cool, and I genuinely love that. And this is why you're going to be watching it, probably, oh, John. As, a, as Apocalypse, <laughs> that's all you had to say, bro. Yep. <laughs> is that a, hold on, is that a book? Yes, he is a book. He is a book. He is well, the damn. quest giver. Is there any inanimate object Sugita has not voiced yet? Chair? A dildo. <laughs> chair. He, he, he should have been the like, chair. And, uh, I don't know what Suzume. other inanimate object Sugita has voiced as other than this book. What are you know. talking about? But, yeah. And hand. this is just like the That's main uh, book. hero cast. There's a lot more characters, a lot more Bro, cool David designs. Production at it again with awesome character designs. No, is it but David genuinely... Production? It is David Production. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's enough reason oh, for me to watch team. it. Yeah, that's all same. you had to say, bro. David Production? Like, we're, like, we're damn, I'm just ahead of you guys on this. this. <laughs> Again, Chinoda, yeah. you start out with like, oh, yeah, this show is really good because of X and Y, but you don't say the really important bits. Like, like who's Yeah, by music, the way, Sagita's in it. <laughs> like, bro, voice what? actors. Like, you know, the reason why we want to watch a show other than, yeah, the premise is good. Like, that means nothing. Any premise can be good. Everyone has their own taste in the show. But there's a certain amount of quality that we associate with studios, with voice actors, and with producers and directors, right? So so just to be more specific, because David Production has several teams, this is the same team that worked on Fire Force, aka the ex-Shaft employees. Oh, yeah. And See, it's the tie. Where were you? This is why. <laughs> look at all this background info that you could have told us. And you're like, I, now I would have watched it. I would have watched that based on that alone. 
Shinoda, Shinoda's the kind of guy who, like, a new uh, <clears throat> rom-com anime will start airing. He's like, yeah, like, the animation is, is good, and, and, like, the music is good, and like, the voice acting is good, and then, like, 15 minutes later, it's like, oh, yeah, it's directed by Akiyuki Shimbo. It's like, bro, why didn't you start with that? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> like, leave with that, dumbass. <laughs> I need to get better at presenting information. I know that. <laughs> No, you, 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 it's kind of a good thing in the sense of like the way we do podcasts because you want to save the best for last. Bro, but when you're just describing an anime me. to us, don't do that. It upsets <laughs> me to no end. Yeah, Apothecaries is kind of good. It's solid of a show and animation. Like, literally, first episode, three minutes in. Is that motherfucking Kevin Pank and I here? <laughs> like, you didn't leave with that, bro. What the hell? <laughs> Sometimes you guys need to just discover things on your own, and that makes it so much more fun. I swear he's doing it on purpose. Alex. I think he is too. It, if it happens once, it's like it's an accident. Twice, it's like okay, I can kind of write that off. Three times or more, he's yeah. Doing at it this on point, purpose. it's like he he gets he's deriving joy from doing this to us. Where it's like years <laughs> upon years of psyops. <laughs> He's playing five D chess, bro. Two hundred IQ. Moves. I'm still, I'm still waiting for Chino to like to just c- turn out to be like my actual FBI agent that's watching me. <laughs> just because I'm in the government doesn't mean I do that. Is... Chinoda knows too much. If he turns out to be FBI agent, I will have to kill him. <laughs> anyway, um, shall we move on? Yeah, let's move sure. on. Yes. Um, to uh, to best story. Uh, there were. Please some... tell me why Oshinoko is the best story. Cause listen, yeah, John, yeah, first... Alex, tell us <laughs> again. Another one where John and I agree. John, listen, that thing you said at the beginning is really coming back to haunt your ass. Natai, they're really riding this stick, aren't they? <laughs> listen, listen I, there's a lot I, of space loved, on it. I love the. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult, Natai. Um, Oshinoko is a, an, is an anime that. At the outset, especially if you go in with no like prior knowledge of the story, right? And because I'm judging it just on the anime alone, um, if you go into that first episode not knowing anything about it, like by the end, you're gonna be like your jaw is gonna be on the floor because it takes a complete like left field turn to where you right. think it's going, and then from that point on, the story just hooks you with these these mysteries and the the lives of these characters, and I, I don't know, I was enthralled from it from the word go so i sorry sorry. no no, no. you you can say your piece no no you go okay i I was just gonna say like the reason why i put oshinoko as like my best story of 2023 is because again i i read the manga before i watched the anime right just because of the stupid yo (laughs) sobi song because it was so good i was like dude idol is such a good song that i'm gonna go read the manga fuck watching the anime i'm gonna just read the manga and reading the manga, I was like, dude, every, like, I read Oshinoko, and what was the other one that I, I just, I picked it up, and then I read all the way through in, like, two or three days. See, you said and, you did that with Skip and Loafer. I did that with Skip and Loafer. I did that with, um... Oshinoko. Oshinoko, but I also did that with one more. But basically, for was Oshinoko... Rom-com? No, it was the, um, the un, Undead Unmount, whatever that thing is. Dead Mount oh, Dead yeah. Play? Dead Mount Deadplay, thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Dead Mount Deadplay, same thing. Where I watched the first episode, I was like, "Yo, that twist I didn't see coming. I need to see. I, I need to see more. Where does this go?" And then I finished reading it. I was like, "Oh, that was okay. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm caught up now. See, this is why it's killing John right now to watch Metallic Rouge week to week because there's no source material. Bro, baby. I want to see more. <laughs> but with Oshinoko, I just got sucked into the story where it's just like, first of all, Aka Akasaka, like, holy shit. I, I, I did not know that this, going into Oshinoko, I didn't know it was the same person who wrote Kaguya. Like, that blew my mind. <clears throat> oh, uh, it's a very different kind of story. Yeah, because it's completely different. And I just think that the, you know, I, I like idol stuff from Japan. So I know a little bit about the industry and stuff like that. But this really shines a light on all the bad things that happen in the idol industry. And like, just in general, how it is to be an idol or a famous person. Uh, and the story just, it keeps you sucked in. And there's like, mm-hmm. there's that mystery element, right? But it also has a lot of world building on top of the whole mystery element. And like, who, who, like, who done it? The original question from the get go, who done it? it? And they keep that intrigue while building up all the side characters and stuff like that. And they and, don't do just a little the thing bit. Is, like they... Alex is saying, even though I have future knowledge, I'm like, dude, it gets even better. I think that the anime does a really good job at keeping your interest at every single level throughout the entire series. I, I think that the the like the the 180 that it does at the end of the first episode is spectacular because like if you're watching it you think oh this is going to be an, uh, a show where we're watching someone get reincarnated as their idol's child and they're going to go through you know their life as this child this idol's baby and they're going to like uh you know maybe find out who their father is along the way I don't know but also like make them a better person like you know cheer them on and make them better like nope that is not what this is about at all i totally i totally like that first episode is so fucking good i was like Mm. like that i was like okay i'm in i'm into it (laughs) the bait like whoa it was good going in i knew absolutely nothing about the show i just knew like it's the same manga as uh, kaguya-san which already like made me super excited to watch it and I loved watching that first episode. It was such a fun experience. And by the end of it, like that, I was like, bam, okay, I'm in, I'm in for the long run. But then it peaked and it never recovered. And I was <laughs> like, I, I I was looking for that high again of that first episode. It just never reached that same, like it's it's a good show. I liked it, but it never reached the highs that it got to in the first episode. I was like, oh, but I, I need more of that. Where's that? And now I, I feel like it went some really cool places. Like like I, I love the Akane stuff. I think it's the best. Aside from the first episode, the the Akane plotline was the other part of the show I lo- like the most. But again, it just never reached the same highs they did in that first episode. Yeah, Obviously, I, it's just the beginning, can, and there's more to come. I bet. I definitely can see that because the, because of how high that first episode did. Yeah, it set such a higher expectation and tone for the show. You never reached the, that again yeah, for me. Then for it to go back down to like, nah, we're just gonna do a stereotypical like build up of like, here's these characters, here's here's the world. But to me, I think it's interesting mainly because like you're seeing you're you're being shown the industry through different eyes, through different facets, and there's a reason for yeah. this building. Yeah. You know, in typical Aka Akasaka fashion, there's a reason for all this world building and, mm-hmm. and build up. It's to culminate at the end. So it, maybe it is because of my future knowledge that I'm a little biased because I'm like, it does get a lot better. But to me, even just watching the anime alone, even if I didn't go ahead and like just read all of it <laughs> before watching the yeah. first fucking episode, I, in my personal opinion, I still feel like I would have been enraptured to Oshinoko 
for purely just through the design of the the show, the characters and stuff like that. And obviously, like fucking OP is such a manner. The ED is such a manner. Yeah. And again, it's 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 a great production overall. Like I love, like it is like the, the animation is great, the music is good. Like I enjoyed all of it. It just by the end of it, by the end of the season, which again, like I get it, it's the first season. I was kind of like, eh. like I was, I, I wanted more, which is good. But it just wasn't as yeah, like, like I I wasn't I, I as invested that, as I was uh, in the beginning. That as a criticism, like it, it was yeah. it, because of how high that is, because of that first yeah. bait and switch. You're like, dude, I, I want to see it, yeah. more of that. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to give uh, I, I kind of have my best stories a tie between Oshinoko and Vinland Saga season two. I think the 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 second season of Vinland Saga was a great continuation of Thorfinn's story. Um, the entire show overall has been a phenomenal char- character study type narrative around him. Um, and season two just continues that to an even greater degree. I want to. What did Chinoda? I read. Oh, what, I was he... like, what, what did Chinoda put? He's like, oh, yeah, he also put Vinland Saga season two. I have no enemies. Chad Thundercock, 2023. <laughs> Listen, I was, oh, I was in this doc oh, while he please. was filling it out, and I saw him start to write that out, and I spit out my fucking coffee. <laughs> I knew Alex was laughing. I knew I got him while he was looking at it. So like, you, the first him. thing you typed out was, I have no enemies. Like, okay, he's going to talk about like that that whole scene where he says that. And, the quote, and then he just types in, Chad Thundercock, 2023. <laughs> like, I, I did a spit take when he said that. <sighs> So, I do want to talk about that scene, but even before then, you get to see the story of Thorfinn go from season one to season two, um, see what happens to him, see him evolve, see him suffer through so much PTSD, and it's such a different change. Every every story arc of uh, of Finland Saga is basically another genre. And it's constantly evolving. It's such an amazing thing to see in uh, in action, mm-hmm. and to see the, the character growth that happens. That's done purely through uh, talking, through uh, memories, and that's it. No action. And I'm just like, holy shit! How how is this happening? And last night when I was uh, editing this, it took me over 30 minutes to like really settle down on okay yeah this like i was trying to compare all the other anime that aired i'm like what could possibly beat that and i'm like in my personal opinion nothing like the writing is immensely good beyond good it's fantastic and that's why winland saga season two was story of the year for 2023 for me personally i just thought and it culminates in I have no enemies. Those words was such a mic drop. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I, I don't Good know what else show. I can say. Yeah. It is. It's a fantastic show. Actual masterpiece in work. <clears throat> These are like the most popular opinions. Yeah, if it's a popular opinion, opinion. <laughs> it's my opinion. No, what? but I'm I saying, just like, gave you, I just gave you an, an unpopular opinion about Oshinoko, which is one no, of I'm those saying popular for shows. Of the to his opinion about Vinland, like every single oh. person who loves Vinland Saga says the exact same thing about like the story, and I like this season two was the peak for um, Thorfinn. 
for his story arc and this and so that. Far. Compared to, so, so far. So far. But I'm like, yeah, that's par for the course. Like, all the Vinland Saga stands are just, like, of the same hive mind opinion. They have no mean, like, not, we really It doesn't mean it. it's wrong. I'm just saying, I, I just think it's funny how eerily close you guys are in opinions. And you know and what's uh, even better? I, did, I don't listen or look at other people when it comes to this. So that was purely just for me. Well, I think it speaks volumes to the type of narrative that the um, creator is trying to craft for people to feel a certain way about the show. Exactly. To truly connect with it. It's, it's and the fact good, that everyone like, connected at this point, it speaks wonders. It speaks volumes. It, it really does. Yeah. All right. I'm waiting for Natai's opinion. Yeah, Natai. <laughs> Follow up, bro. <laughs> yeah, he can. Attack on Titan ended this year, finally. Finally, our Thank long God. nightmare is over. I actually really enjoyed that. It wasn't bad. It, it was wasn't really bad, but does that mean it was amazing great? <laughs> it was great. I thought it was really it was, good. I, I, okay, by the end of watching that, that the ending, I was like, I'm satisfied. I'm actually satisfied. I feel like that's and a now, lot of copium. Yeah, me too. No, I disagree. So no, I, I saw no that about it. people were really upset about at the manga ending. I didn't know uh, how it ended and all that. And I was like, whatever. I don't care. I'm anime only at the moment um, up to a certain point. So I'm like, I'm just going to wait for the movie to come out and enjoy it that way. And you know what? I'm so fucking glad that I did. I genuinely yeah. enjoyed the ending. I, I liked how it went. I liked the characters. I liked how the story went. And you know what? I'm happy. And the people I talk to IRL, they're like, yeah, no, that was actually pretty damn now good. That the show is, now that the show is finally over and we have the entire complete adaptation yeah, the of, story. The, of Attack on Titan, I'm just really satisfied that like it turned out the way it did. Even though, like the the action, like there are some things in the ending where I'm like, it's whatever. I'm kind of like, okay, the just the experience of the final season for all of its parts and for however long it took, just going on that experience of watching it being like unveiled in front of me with like friends and talking to other people about it, and it, it felt like a major event whenever like a new episode came out. And it, it it's such a it was such a it was just an experience to finally see it come to an end. Now it I'm not gonna lie, watching the the ending uh, in this current time that we're living in was kind of I, I I couldn't really uh, um, uh, get too attached to it because it like got too real for me in some aspects. But I'll just leave it at that. But <laughs> just as a whole, just the experience of finally seeing this show come to an end was like a really unique experience that I'm really glad that I went on this journey with it. And it's just nuts that like 10 years later, we finally got this ending uh, and it didn't suck. It was actually good and I liked it. So, John, I want to I wanna tell yeah. you, if, if the new Spice Wolf anime really sucks, I'm going to sound exactly like Natai sounds right now. No, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> Open seethe, bro. <laughs> Listen, Alex. So I'm in copium. Dropped, so I'm in copium. No, no, no. I, I need to explain something here. So Alex dropped like, here's the first teaser trailer for Spice and Wolf. And I'm like, look at that horrendous CGI. He's like, I didn't see that. I'm like, bro, you're gonna see it when the show airs. It's gonna be terrible. 
like <laughs> my L's in the spam F's in the chat, bro. <laughs> like you're you're taking an L on this one. <laughs> but uh no, so the ending for Attack on Titan for me, because you know, because of I'm I'm a manga guy. Uh which by I, the way, they changed some stuff from the manga apparently. Yeah, yeah they did. I, I heard I did hear that. I still haven't watched the final season of Attack on Titan just because I was like, listen, it's to me, good. the peak of the anime was Irwin's speech where he's like, dedicate your hearts. Because I'm like, this man knows how to motivate me to go get myself killed. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. Because everything about that moment is fucking amazing. The voice actor, Irwin's voice actor, did such a phenomenal the job. Music. Like, for me, the music, the swells. And I was just like, dude, I wanted, like, I'm going to go ride into battle now. <laughs> like, I'll go dedicate my heart. Like, Commander, my heart for you. Well, it reminds me of the um, oh my god, freaking who's that guy? Scotland, lion-hearted dude, the kill, William Wallace. Yes, the uh, what's the movie? Braveheart. 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 Yeah, it reminds me of the Braveheart thing where I'm just like, ah, let's go, charging the battle. I'm so easily convinced to go die for someone's cause. It's not funny. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> FBI I'm taking the shot. John and Austria in like 1929. Like, oh, that, no. That, that Hitler guy makes a lot of sense. <laughs> no. Jesus. Whoa, bro. Mein no, Kampf? Like, my I, favorite book. My, yeah, John's favorite book, Mein Kampf. I think that with Attack on Titan, with how the people, how people have been talking about it, like I'll eventually watch the last season, because again, I I need to see what they changed. Because to me, I just felt like I got shorted because of the manga. I, I was like, there was so much stuff that needed. From what to I be... could tell, it's very minor, but it's like just it's very minor in terms of like certain lines being changed, but like it's some egregious it lines apparently that were changed. Yeah. Um, um, I like can speak the broad story is still like very similar, but just like very specific things. No, I so I, I, a little bit about I, this. I took a, I, so before you get to that, you know, I okay. it took me like a whole ass year and a half to come to terms with the ending of Attack on Titan because <laughs> oh, I was like, like a first, son of a bitch, you had to fuel Alex's flame about this fucking show. I I hated the ending, but after a year and a half of like thinking about it and ruminating on it realizing i didn't hate the ending because the ending isn't what i hated right i hate how i got there i i just felt shorted after the whole entire experience of like what happens so you prior hated the to the, more than the destination no i just feel like there was more that should have been said mm. but with the way how oh. they it just felt too abrupt to me as a gotcha. okay i I, I was just like i just feel like the the mangaka um oh my god who's the mangaka isayama isayama, isayama. I felt like he wrote himself. I hate this, corner. and I know more about it than any of you. <laughs> yeah, not, spoken like a true hater. <laughs> you know, but Alex's yeah, I, hate boner is so strong you don't even understand. Yeah, he hates Attack on hey, Titan. Season three, yeah, part one was pretty good. Though. After I, after I got over the ending, I realized I didn't hate the ending. That's not the problem I have with the show or the manga. The problem I had was I felt like it was too abrupt, and I wanted more. I felt like it could have been drawn out a little bit more and more things explained and stuff like that. And like the setup and stuff could have been a little bit better. But I, I finally came to terms with like at the end, I'm like the ending has always been this way. It had to have always been this way. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's not the problem I have with it. I, I mean, I have makes lo- sense. Yeah. The ending makes sense. So it's not the ending that's bad. It's just that the things that oh, I think got are bad, bad. <laughs> well, the things that I think are bad is like the, the, like, again, after ruminating for a year and a half, I realized, like, okay, the things that I, even when my first criticism of like how I got to that ending, I realized 
no, it makes sense. It actually does make sense. Cause I remember once you finished it in a tie, we talked about it in DMS a little bit and it was just like making me rethink a lot of my first initial opinions of the show or of the, uh, of the manga. And I was like, damn, he's fucking right. <laughs> Like, fuck you, Alex. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Natai changed my mind. I was like, fuck, he's actually Natai's oh. right. Like the show actually ends pretty well. And you know, it, it had always been like that. And it was just me coping and seething, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had to cool off from that before I could really come back and have a, a, a retrospective of like, you know what? It's actually pretty good, guys. <laughs> can I can I say, as much as y'all dick ride this, can we all agree that the way the final season was released sucks? Yes. Oh yeah, okay. it sucked. Well, so yeah, even, I mean, even no, as much as I'll dick ride it, you will at least agree that it sucks. It doesn't matter anymore because it's over. Yeah, it's over, Finally. Alex. You Finally. don't have to care. I don't, you don't have to care that I never the art did. looks ugly to you, bro. We don't care. No one cares anymore. <laughs> and, oh, and in two I'm... years, no one will remember it. <laughs> I don't. What know. I, want. I think Attack on Titan is a phenomenon. I, I think Attack on Titan is that generation's Death Note. Like, no, to it us, is. Death Note it is. literally is. It is. I guess it's what got well. so many people into anime, and I will always respect it for that. I can respect it for that for sure. I can't respect it for its story, but I can respect it for that. Alex That's having fair. a hard time complimenting a show he hates. <laughs> I have, hey, there's a lot I can compliment about Attack on Titan. I've said this many, many times. Yeah, Hiroki Sawano, like the it's, biggest it's thing a, we can compliment. It's a very well produced show. Uh, I think I'll that... never forget that one time where he fucking complained about their fucking shoelaces. I never <laughs> said that. Oh my god, not this shit again. Bro, bro, I'll get the tape. No, no, no. <laughs> I My favorite section of when you guys used to do the Attack on Titan spoiler cast, was that what we called it? Yeah. Whatever it was? Yeah. Uh, like, was it Marcus? Uh, who the heck no, was No, this it? is way no. after Marcus. No, 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 no. In the, in the, the show... show. There was a there was that one character where you just completely forgot they existed. Oh, oh, it was uh, uh, I've forgotten who he is now. It was Marcus. <laughs> yeah, it was Marcus, right? Mar- or Mar- Marco. 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 Yeah. Marco. It was like, uh, see, there you guys are. You and uh, show were talking about uh, Marco, and then Alex is just like, "Who's Marco?" <laughs> yes, that's still to be one of the best lines I've ever had on this this entire oh, podcast. Is we're God. doing the spoiler cast, and you guys are going on and on about. It. I was like. Who's Marco? And the, the, just the the the, the audible Literally silence. One of the important scenes in this in this like section is about Marco, and you're just like completely phase him out of your mind. I'm like, bro, what the hell? It just the the funny thing about that is just the, the audible silence, and like I can just imagine show and Natai looking at each other like he's fucking with us, right? <laughs> Freaking hilarious! I never knew veins could pop just from talking to you about anime, and then I talk to you about this show. <sighs> I I will I will defend my opinions on it being a well produced show, but not. It's okay. We don't have to talk about it anymore with you. It's over finally <laughs> it's finally over Just i like... do want to i do want to uh because natai put this on here most promising story being heavenly delusion i said this during our christmas episode mm. where i talked about this did you finish heavenly delusion i haven't got a chance to finish it yet. yeah well i, I had okay. to finish it for our oh that's right thing. that's right yeah yeah, yeah. i keep um, seeing more and more clips of it on youtube but like because of what chinota said about how the story goes i'm like i really don't want to watch the show <laughs> i still need to finish it but i I loved what I saw. I I mean, not to give any spoilers away, but yes, the first season does end on a bit of a cliffhanger. And so my opinion of it could change based on if we get more anime. 
Um, I don't want it to end on a cliffhanger, so if it does, that's kind of shit. But I do agree with Natai here saying it's a very promising story if it continues. I only watched like three episodes, so I like just by those three episodes. <laughs> so, I was, like, already so you could have a completely one eighty opinion when you finish it. Oh, sure. definitely. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I liked it. I liked all the mysteries that it uh, introduced, and like it really hooked me in for that. I have two honorable mentions. Um, Apothecary Diaries is a really good story. I think it's a really good period yeah. drama. Yeah. Um, I also think that Handyman Saito in Another World is a really good story as well. Full on agree. Very, very un like, very, very underrated in my opinion. I think the story okay. is really good, and if it seems like the anime didn't perform very well, um, like because the story is kind of like all over the place, but like the un- the the overwhelming arc. Or under under what what's it? Un- overwhelming. Uh, underwhelming. Overarching. Not... The overarching. Over- oh, the overarching story of it of Handyman Saito in Another World is like yes, it's an isekai. Alex, stop rolling your eyes. But I, I just think it's really good. Like the characters in it, their subplots and stuff like that. It all makes sense. And um, yeah, Apothecaries is Apothecary Diaries is a really good story too. I, I didn't think I'd like apothecary diaries story as much as i did mainly because like it's it's about a it's a chinese period piece but it's made by a japanese person Mm -hmm. and it was just like that's kind of an odd thing right like i don't expect a japanese person to write about chinese like to use the chinese combo yeah well because you know in china the the three kingdoms era and stuff like that um that's a pretty common thing that they'll use as a backstory backdrop um, you know, generally a Japanese person wouldn't do that to use it as a this is my setting period. So I thought it was odd, and, and I didn't think it would could I didn't think it could craft a story that I actually thought was in- interesting enough. But the yeah. whole aspect of like Mao Mao and like the Imperial Kingdom and all this other stuff and like the the um the consorts and stuff, I was like, this is this is actually kind of interesting. <laughs> like it, it's all of it, you know, like uh, Jingxi and all them. It's like this is pretty interesting. Like, what about her dad? And like, currently, currently in twenty twenty four with the season two, I was like, yo, or I guess part two, second core. Part, right? It's uh, it's a second, second core of the first season. Of the first season, because yeah. it, it's a twenty something episode anime that aired in the fall. Yeah, so like now in the second core, it's like even more interesting. We're learning more stuff, and I'm like, I'm actually pretty heavily invested in the story. It could turn out to be the best story of the year, actually. I, I don't want to judge it's it too up. much because like it, it's not finished airing, and I feel like it's not too fair, but what I've seen so far, it's really got me hooked. I mean, I, I think it's a very solid show. It's so. political palace intrigue with a period drama added in. Ew, holy yeah. shit, that's interesting. It actually is. And I just love Mao Mao's character. Like I love um Aoyuki. She's just a phenomenal voice actor. I said this during the uh the monthly dump that we did uh well last week at the time this comes out, um that I love the the cutaways like to the character faces because it reminds me so much of uh Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> oh it is, yeah. It's very comedic. Like the reaction faces. Natai is just sitting there like I have not I don't know. I've not engaged about. with this at all. <laughs> no, bro. You no, guys need, like something Chinese? <laughs> I want to watch it. No, 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 no. I want to watch it so bad, but uh I need to get away. I will say I will probably have need to bounce because it's two AM and I need to work in a few hours. So uh, right. fortunately I will uh bow out in okay. this uh, right. moment. Wait, no, best hype show, Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Normie. Easy. 
All right. <laughs> Pokemon Concierge. I didn't even know that existed. I do kind of okay. want to watch it. I'll just say my piece on Pokemon Concierge. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. It'll take you like less than an hour to finish it because it's like They're four shorts. short episodes. Okay. Beautiful stop motion animation. Please go ahead and watch it. It's adorable. It's. I've seen I, clips. I can agree. It's so cute. And then uh, must watch shows overall. Attack on Titan. I feel like at this point, if you've watched season, you know, one through two and three, you go go finish it. <laughs> Duh. You're there. For the record, Let's go. <laughs> for the record, I only watched like five shows this year, unfortunately. But I will say, Free Run is fucking incredible, and I have like, I have thoughts about it, but I'll talk about it when I finish it. I are feel you, like eventually are you we're gonna up do on it. Free Run. I'm not caught up. No. No, bro. I, I do no, feel he, like eventually he he's only on like episode four or something. Yeah, five. yeah, four or five. Five. Yeah, five That's why he five. didn't uh, have share the opinion about the the dragon scene. Yeah, I, I do feel like eventually we are gonna do like a full on spoiler cast for Free Run once it finishes ending. So, oh, without a doubt, um, probably the same thing for Apothecary Diaries too. <laughs> yeah. um, but, all right. Well, there's some really cool you. shows I wanted to watch this year, but uh, I'll try and catch up later. But we'll see what happens. All right. Have a good night, bud. Thanks for joining us. It's good to see you again, Natai. I'll, I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. He'll be back. The dick will be back. Well, yes, the 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 stuffed dick will be back. All right, so should we move on to uh, best OST and sound design? Yes. Because yeah. um, I think all three of us are in agreement here. <laughs> yeah. Other than Natai, but I mean, he again, he only watched five shows, but I thought Villain Saga... I'll just talk about Natai's thing. Other than the Saga Season 2's sound was good. I mean, I liked the opening, the ending songs, and just the scoring. Of the I thought the OST really was good. damn great. Um, yeah, it's during amazing. During the peaceful moments, especially. But I just, in my personal opinion, getting that Vinland Saga out of the, the way. If Free Run didn't air, Vinland Saga would have won. But oh, Free yeah. Run aired, unfortunately, for Vinland Saga's, yeah. um, to, to Vinland Saga's chagrin. Uh, <laughs> Freeman sweeps, dude. I don't. I, there's. Listen, I I hate I hate admitting that everyone was right, and Freeman is actually <laughs> John crazy. truly hates that. I hate that. I you don't understand how much I John hate. hates it when he likes popular things so much. I just because it can't be that good. And then I watch Freeman, and it is that everyone good. was like literally everyone after because they dropped the first what three four episodes? Uh, yeah, it, it, four, first three. four episodes were dropped as like a single episode. Pretty yeah, much. like they, three. They, no, it was four. It was four. They yeah. dropped like the first section of the show, and everyone was like going gaga over it. And everyone was like, Oh, Ruin, so hyped, this and that. Like, even Natai was like more hyped about Free Ren than me. Yo, Sobi's <laughs> doing the opening. And I'm just like, Just because Yo, Sobi does music doesn't mean I'm going to go watch it. Right. Like, I like Yo, Sobi. Don't get me wrong. But The Brave, that's not their best work. It, it's good. It's not, not amazing, though. But anyway, um, yeah. But now where I am with uh, Free Run, I'm just like, dude, it's the sound design's amazing. Evan Call, you've done a, a fantastic job. Mm. Like, honestly, I did. I I knew you did great work on um, Violet Evergarden, right? Mm -hmm. Literally, where I first remember seeing your name, because <laughs> again, oh, it's it's not Kevin Pankin. It says Evan Call. Oh, there's another English name here. Whoa, <laughs> or a Western name. I'll be right back. I can still hear you guys, but I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> okay. But with Free Ren, I was just like, it can't be that good. I then I watched it and I was like, okay, it's it's pretty damn good. All right. Not only is like just just the sound design in general for the show, it sounds amazing. I love all the sound effects for the fights and stuff like that, all the magic. Uh I love the voice acting. 
I think it's done really well with like Free Ren and Fern and stuff like that. The voice acting is top notch. I mean, it really emphasizes how the characters are feeling, what they're thinking, just from the voice acting alone. And I find that incredibly impressive. Yeah, my favorite thing about the Free Ren, like OST and sound design in general, is that every episode, because of how every episode is kind of themed, or every arc, I should say, about Free Ren is themed, it feels like I'm watching a movie. And the scoring reflects that. Like, I feel like I'm watching a journey, like a, a movie. Like I mean, Lord you of the are, though. And they I know, and you are. That's the great thing. That's, yeah. that's what I really like about Free Run's OST is that it feels like I'm watching a fucking movie. A long movie. A long-ass movie. With actual intermissions. <laughs> 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 now, I, I you mentioned um, Free Run's, uh the voice acting. I, I want to give like special uh, mention of the English dub voice acting. The English dub for Free Run is really, really good. Um, the, I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head who they got to voice Freeman. It's not a name I recognize, but I thought when they did it, if they when they did the English dub, they were going to give her like a, you know, because she's small, she's not a, a large character. I thought they were going to give her like a child's voice. They do not. This, no, she's this, supposed to be a. She's a. She's an Onesan man. What are you talking about? And they the the <laughs> English dub reflects this. I thought for sure they were going to get like some someone with a high pitched voice to do it. They did not. They got a mature yes. voice. Yeah. A very mature sense. sounding voice. Mallory uh, Rodak. Yes. That's the name of the voice actor that does uh, free rendering. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take your word on it. I haven't watched it in anything but Japanese because I just like the Japanese a lot. Mm. It, oh, yeah. It, it's great, too. And I agree with what um, Chinoda said about how the voice acting just really complements the, what the characters are going through in each scene. Um, but yeah, and uh, Evan calls soundtrack is phenomenal <laughs> yeah it's real good <laughs> i i just don't think there was a better ost this year i i wrote on here i do want to give uh, a special shout out to trigun stampedes uh ost i thought that was done really really well for a show that is ostensibly not really a remake but a reimagining i thought the music that they did in that really captured like the setting and the the story uh, very, very well. And also, Mashoka Tensei Season 2, I thought, had a great um, OST. And also Nier. Yeah, oh yeah. I said special shout-out to Nier for uh, realizing they could never outdo the game OST and just using that. I mean, really need to play that game eventually. <laughs> that, listen, for Nier, there's a lot of great things about Nier Automata. You should definitely play it if you haven't. Um, but the OST in that game is absolute god-tier video game OST. And I think the people that made the anime realized they were never going to make it any better. So they just decided to use it. I mean, I feel like it's just a cost saving thing. It could have been. Look, we already own the the IP to make this show. Like, can we just negotiate to use the soundtrack so we don't have to pay anyone extra money to do it? Because it's a good soundtrack. I I don't know. I feel like maybe they just realized they were never going to outdo it anyway. I seriously doubt that. I'm completely sure it's the financial side of it. And that's all there was to it. Yeah, I, I feel like it was 100% financials about it. But <laughs> Don Machi season four part two was fantastic to listen to, bro. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll take gonna, your, I'll take your I, word on that. I've watched it. It's all right. I wouldn't say the soundtrack is phenomenal. I truly enjoyed it. I thought the uh, sound design uh, while they were fighting for their lives to survive this deep portion of the dungeon i 
every sound, every horror they make whenever they even uh, heard something and they're like, oh, fuck, what was that? And the boss fight that happens in the end, I was like, holy shit, this sounds amazing. I will say on a technical level, Don Machi does get better and better every season. It does. I will keep on harping this. I will keep on pushing this propaganda because it does. And this is why I can never take any of your opinions seriously. Absolutely. Never take it <laughs> seriously. For no. one fucking show, and it's Don Machi, bro. Like, I can't do it. Listen, we Any all string prevails, John. <laughs> we all have our guilty pleasures. That's just him. And he's not guilty about it at all. No, and that's the problem. It's a guilty pleasure, but you're not guilty. <laughs> for me, I will free ironic love. I, I freely admit that, that Don Machi for me is 100% a guilty pleasure. But all right. Um, my honorable mentions for OST because I, I thought the OST for Magical Destroyers was really good. Mm. Like, not just the opening and the ending sequence. Like, th those are great. Don't get me wrong. Amazing songs. But the actual OST itself, because I, I, there was a specific insert song I wanted to listen to uh, towards the end of the show, like at the very end. And I'm like, I, I like this insert song quite a lot. I think I know so which I, one you're talking about. So I looked up the OST and I just listened to all the different types of styles of music stuff. That, and I'm like, oh, it's so good. It's actually a really good OST. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed the uh, Car Guys episode uh, OST. Yeah. I thought that was really Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, and then, obviously, the you know, Apothecary Diaries was really good. Like, Kevin yeah. Pankin and the other two Japanese people that worked on the um, soundtrack for Apothecary Diaries, amazing job. We don't have a specific category for talking about, like, our hidden gem. Would you consider Magical Destroyers a hidden gem anime from last year? Yes, absolutely. Because I do. I don't know if it's a hidden gem because a Skip lot of people, Lofer definitely is. I, I think that with Magical Destroyers, uh, I think it's a, it has a specific target audience. It does. It does. Like it's not a, it's not a gem in the sense that if anyone watched it, they'd obviously they'd all like it. You know, like yeah. Apothecary Diaries well, or something. It was made for us older weebs, like who have been around for generations. Well, I mean, I understand also, like, just because it's a, a meta show does not mean it's automatically good, you know? Just no, because your show sure. makes a commentary on something does not automatically make it good. Just like how our podcast is, is not automatically good just because we make meta commentaries about the industry and stuff like that. It, like, meta... meta More about other podcasts. <laughs> well, because, you know, look at Rick and Morty, for example. There's, like, meta commentary in that, and that's why, you know, these these... 3,000 IQ giga Chad brain people are like, oh, it's such a good show. And it's like, that's not what makes the show good, but I guess whatever. <laughs> whatever you got to tell yourself to sleep at night. Just because it's meta doesn't mean it's good. All right. You got any other honorable mentions or should we move on? Uh, we can move on. Okay. Um, next category is best hype show. Um, for me, it was Eminence and Shadow just because every episode made me like, yeah, let's fucking go. Sid. Yeah, no, I could see that. I definitely felt that. Um, I think that Eminence and Shadow did really well in the anime. It changed quite a lot because I only read the manga after mm. season one. I went, I went to go read the manga. Yeah. So uh, apparently, it's it's really good in light novel as well. I'll, I'll take. Um, and I think art. the uh, the anime is being based on the light novel, not right. the manga. Really? So yeah. I thought the manga was not bad, but the manga definitely didn't capture the essence of the light novel at least it, the anime did a really good job with a lot of the fight scenes yeah like, there's a lot of fight scenes that like the delta fight scene in season two was just amazing mm. uh but they didn't do that in the manga at all like there was no fight scene so like because yeah. 
I, I remember YouTube again, YouTube algorithm Sama was like, hey, you like Eminence and Shadow. Here's some other anti tubers who talk about the difference between the manga and the anime. And they're showing like the comparisons from like, here's the panel showing this and here's the, the actual show doing this. Because all I wanted to do was rewatch some of the fight scenes. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's here are some video essays about like the differences in the fight scenes and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's actually really interesting. Thank you, YouTube algorithm Sama, for recommending <laughs> do, this to me. <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what I kept? You know what I keep seeing is uh, because I'm a bit of a chuny myself. Um, <gasps> no. I keep, yeah, I know. Uh, I keep, uh, I keep going and watching all the the scenes where he goes like, I am atomic <laughs> and even, like the best part of the show bro. no it's not but it makes me it makes me feel good watching it i don't know why but it does but every time i do that like inevitably within the next couple hours i'll be scrolling through like recommended stuff on youtube and it'll be another video where someone has like redone one of those scenes with new uh sound effects and like maybe the sound effects in this show weren't as good as i think they were because these like random people that are redoing the sound effects and editing them in, it's like this is pretty fucking good. I don't think the sound design in Eminence and Shadow is that crazy good. I think it's good. Like I don't think it's amazing. I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, definitely think it's a it's a very hype show because it's yes. there's a lot of action, there's a lot of drama, and there's a lot of good payoff and stuff a of... for following. Yeah, it's just a lot of it's just a, a tearing your brain <laughs> off and like haha, flashy stuff. Oh, he fu- he's gonna fuck shit up. Oh, it's funny. He's gonna say the thing. He's gonna say the thing. The moon is red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the moon is red. Uh, yeah, that's my that's my hype show. Like every every time I would go watch a, an episode of it, whether we're talking about the first season or the second season, I was like, yes, this is where I go to get hype. This is my hype man. Yeah, I definitely felt that. Uh, with season one, I felt it a lot. Where I was just like, every week, I was like, oh, I gotta watch the new episode. I gotta watch the new episode. Season two, I, I didn't get... feel that as much because I was just like. I already knew where the story was headed because at this point I've already I've read the manga, so I know where the, where exactly it's gonna go. Hmm. But I mean, it was still good. Still I good. Forget who it was in our show. Discord server? It may have been Classy Ulysses because he hyped the show up to all hell. It was. It was uh, classy. But um, he said this anime is like the flavor flavor of anime. It just hypes everybody up. <laughs> and you know what? He was completely right about on that. Um, anyway, that's mine. Chinoda. Bleak, yeah, thousand year so, blood war part two in Shangri La, huh? Oh yeah, Shangri-La buddy, frontier. buddy. Uh, I was while I was making this list, I was like, all right, I, like there was a couple that actually hyped me up. I'm surprised but, it's taking us this long to get to Shangri La frontier. It's not well, over yet, so we can't talk too much. I about think it. the hype parts of Shangri La frontier are definitely um in the second half of it. Mm. Like, the, don't get me wrong, the first half is hype, but. It's the second half, specifically the we- the we- Wezaimon, the Weathermon, Weathermon. fight, Weathermon. Weathermon the Tomb Guard. Yeah. I finally broke down as I read in the manga after the <laughs> Bro. last episode. I was like, I need a, I, I, I need more. Like, is I can't it, do uh, it. And you can't do a single anime without watching the goddamn source material. Is no, no. I did really well. It was until literally the last episode that just aired with the, uh, the, the Weathermon, the Tomb Guard fight, where I was like, I need... I can't. I can't wait anymore. I got to read it now. So now I'm. I'm all. Ca- I'm like. I'm not even caught up yet. I'm at. I think I'm on chapter 111 or something. Good I think there's like Lord. 175 chapters. But is it worth it, bro? I, all I can say is I think the. I can't wait to see it animated because like, <laughs> the manga is good, but 
god damn is the anime a lot better (laughs) (laughs) i feel that because everything else like the voice acting and all that stuff makes shangri-la frontier is as a a manga i think like it's like the powerpoint version right it's like here are the main beats and stuff but the anime really can breathe life into the source material by animating everything in between and that's what really sets it apart i think shangri-la frontier's anime is amazing because of that i think um what makes it truly unique is when there are hype moments i you feel the hype in your bones and your blood you get hyped along with them shangri-la frontier is an anime for gamers you feel it in your soul you feel the blaze (laughs) you feel the excitement you see you want to do the exploits you want to do the fun stuff and it's it's main character gamer soul and like like my honorable mentions for best hype show are actually eminence and shadow season two and also shangri-la frontier it's not my most (laughs) hyped show but they were like they were very close because they do the same thing where like eminence and shadow season two as well again i only read the manga but it was so much more improved in the anime compared to like the manga and same thing for shangri-la it's so much more improved like it, it still has all the same story beats but the anime just elevates it. I don't know if it's just because of the soundtrack, the sound design, the voice it's acting. It's a mix of everything. The it's animation. Like it, yeah, the, the animation everything. is just freaking amazing in both of them. And it, so to me, that's why I'm like, yeah, the, these are really close. But like they don't they make me want to watch it. So I'll watch it when I see, oh, there's a new episode up. But I wasn't actively waiting for a new episode every week like I was with my, my pick. What is your pick, John? motherfucking well, ghost boy hold on hold on hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> let me finish let me finish yeah i was, yeah, I was gonna let you know to finish first oh <laughs> alex i, I, I didn't know he had some, uh, something else no, to say no, no, no. He's, that was your oh I, yeah well i want to say real quick shangri-la no i was looking forward to it every single week i would like once i got home from work i had like an actual good good meal ready to go i'm like all right let's go let's eat something good get hyped as fuck while watching this it was a fantastic time. I mean, it's still going, so it's going to be great uh, finishing off as well. Um, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War Part 2, uh, what aired? I will fully admit this. It's nostalgia. There is a lot of nostalgia <laughs> based on this. I read the manga after the original anime finished and uh, because I was like, I need to see where this goes. I need to see what happens. I did. I had such a great time with it. And now uh, seeing it after all these years animated, seeing the story beats that happen, when I was watching it, I I couldn't wait to watch it. I Every time I was like, let's go! And every time something cool happened, I was just tearing my hair out. I'm like, let's fucking go! <laughs> The soundtrack, just... the fights, it was cool. I still shit. haven't watched it. I, sh- I really should, but I'm no, like, you should. Chinoda, can I just say, can I just say, I'm watching it. I like it. I like it a lot. I'm glad that this story is finally getting finished, at least in anime format. Uh, but, but, God, I wish it had come out way sooner than it did. <laughs> I agree. The, the and gap in time is just so difficult for me to like be hype about. Alex, yeah, so... you were definitely more hype about it when you first discovered it. Yeah. So like having to 
seven year, eight year block. I don't know how long I, the hiatus. I think it's an like, insane it's, amount of time. It's a long time. It's almost a decade, I think. I, but I honestly don't know. So I think what really makes this so much better is the fact that everyone's had time to improve their technique, improve the the very industry itself has changed in so many different ways. If you watch Bleach like from back in the day to uh, and compare it to Thousand Year of Blood War, holy fuck, is there a massive difference? The art style is still very similar, but the quality is beyond. I mean, like, you can say that about anything that's been airing for a long time. Just look at the difference in quality between the first episode of Naruto and the last episode of Shippuden. Right. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, speaking of nostalgia, my most hyped show was actually MF Ghost. So, I remember when we did the preview, I think Natai had it, and he only wanted to say it because it's like MF, like motherfucker, ghost. And that was the, the entire bit. And I'm watching, and I'm like, this reminds me of Initial D. And I, I look more into it, I'm like, oh shit, this is a continuation to Initial D. Yes. <laughs> Quite literally, it is a sequel to Initial D. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, I liked Initial D growing up. I, I 100% am just driven by nostalgia at this point. So I, I gave MF Ghost a shot. Hmm. And just like Initial D did in its uh, early stages. Ha <laughs> 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 But not third stage. <laughs> not third stage. Just the first stage and second stage. But in the initial stages of Initial D, I was always hyped to watch it. And, like, you know, I was, like, it, it hit all of the right notes with, like, here's this Eurobeat. Here's this, the cool car stuff. And every single episode of MF Ghost, I was like, I need to I need to see more. I need to see the race. I need to see more. <laughs> and I was actively always like, is has MF Ghost updated yet? Has MF is MF Ghost uh, can I watch the next episode yet? <laughs> Cause I loved it. It was so good. And I like all the music, the sound design, the the voice acting, uh the character designs look great. I mean, I've always liked Initial D's character designs. Like and it looks weird. Again, it's you know, it's a designs from the nineties. So it's one of those like weird, they kind of look realistic, but also like weirdly shaped. Like it's yeah. that in the, the uncanny valley of in between like old anime and like new anime where they're transitioning to like the Moe Blob stuff. So it, it takes a little bit of like use to getting getting used to for that type of art style, but the story beats are still the same. The you know, every race is always fucking hype. And I, I I can't wait for season two, bro. I'm so excited. Uh, I will admit, though, that the there are, just like with Initial D, there are some, like, very questionable moments in um, MF Ghosts. You know, particularly the whole, like, there's a guy who's, like, 23 or something or 22, and he's like, I only date 17-year-olds. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, Leonardo and I'm DiCaprio just like... Leonardo in the flesh. Yeah, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio is in an anime. <laughs> and I was just like, look, it was like that in the original were uh natsume like that girl's for the streets she was doing compensated dating and dating one of her friends' dad it's like that that woman's for the streets <laughs> so like i'm like okay it's always been it had that type type of preview motif but i don't care about any of that i only care about the racing and the cars <laughs> <laughs> and i love all the the callbacks to like uh everything from like uh initial d because you know it again it is a sequel and the more you learn about it it's like all these cool callbacks and stuff even the um the announcer guy for mf ghost is the original voice actor for uh takumi the main the main the voice main character actor, from main character initial from initial d so he's even in that so i'm like that's awesome i love it yeah it's uh, i finally sat down and watched it about i want to say about a month ago now 
it's pretty good. Uh, it as a continuation, as a sequel to Initial D, it's better than anything we got after Stage Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't Gentlemen, talk about Stage Two. I have never watched Initial D. Yeah, I I realize that. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's it might it's got just the spirit. Be... The, it, MF Ghost has the spirit of Initial D, even if it doesn't. Look Which is about like the cars, or... the racing, and the hype. Yes. It was like, never I, about the actual story. It was just about the hype. It was always about the hype. Kansai Drift! Nani? Yeah, bro. I, it's 100% nostalgia, why I think it's so hype. But listen, if people liked Initial D, you'll love MF Ghost. Give it a shot. Yeah. Um, should, should we move on to... For, uh, now for something completely different, uh, from most hype to most relaxing show. I I wanted this section mainly because, like, look, if we're going to talk about hype shows, we got to talk about the opposite, where, like, this yeah. is just fun, just because, you know, I think it's fun to just watch shows and not, not have to think too much about it. Yeah. I, I like turn your brain off shows to just, like, reset <laughs> your anime watching uh, palette, I guess. It's yeah. just nice sometimes, you know? It's like we talk about that with the ESGK shows. It's like it's nice to have these these anime where you just you turn it on and it's just relaxation incarnate. Yeah, it's like I, I, I know that people there are certain yes. people who, who don't like watching slice of life stuff, and that's a fair, you know. Like, why would I want to watch a boring ass anime about boring ass things in real life? Like, who cares? Because sometimes cute girls do cute things, John. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of ESGK is just cute girls doing cute things and i'm like okay the main selling point is like look at these cute girls and i'm like okay but i or need more the, than that or in the case of poco zone world a cute boy doing a cute thing oh, i love poco so much <laughs> <laughs> but no I'm, I'm glad you put this on here because it gives us a chance to talk about like maybe some shows that we might not otherwise talk about because when you think about the best anime of the year you don't typically don't think about those kind of shows no not at all and i think it's worth while to explore sh relaxing shows in general like yeah, sometimes absolutely. some slice we all need sometimes, it. yeah sometimes having a good slice of life will make your anime viewing experience more enjoyable for that season over the years uh, i've uh gotten to the point where i need at least two or three relaxing shows per week just so i can de-stress come home from work and have yeah. something nice fluffy to watch i can relax to and just like chill and it's good to have that it's very important to have that to let your mind rest especially when you work for the united states post office <laughs> when you work for there's the a reason going postal is the same <laughs> yeah this is the reason oh. it's called going postal <laughs> uh no so the the anime that i chose um is tomo chan as a girl from all the way back in winter um of 2023 i Something about this this anime, just every week watching it, made me feel happy. And it made me feel like, I don't know, warm inside. Also, getting to hear Rie Takahashi's balls drop was nice. <laughs> yeah, she did that deep voice for uh, Tobo. But I, I really liked the manga. I don't think the anime was as good as the manga, in my opinion. Like, I, I don't know why I feel that way. Uh, it's not like I do it was think Rie Takahashi killed it, though, as Tomo. Oh, she think, absolutely. I don't think did. the anime was bad. I just really liked the manga. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe it's because the the manga was more of a short form, like it wasn't a four coma though, right? It was almost like a four coma. It was very short. Okay. Each panel was like it was almost like a four coma. 
but it was okay. a very short like type of manga like you know five pages or something with maybe i don't know six or eight panels at most oh, it wasn't wow. very long really running. short yeah but i i i mean i loved carol in uh toma chan as a girl i <laughs> i i liked her in the manga but i fell in love with her in the show and that's mm. mainly because of the voice actor she's just like she killed it dude like that, that one scene... sally amaki is that her? that's I, her name I, right i don't remember what her actual name is but i know that uh for carol's voice actor when she does the whole like she gives um the headband to tomo mm. and then when she comes <laughs> when she <laughs> takes <laughs> it back i'm just like and she's like tadaima and i'm like best girl carol girl, <laughs> girl. <laughs> I just no, the, best, her the best girl is clearly tomo's mom that milf tomboy mm -mm. Mm. man you guys are really disrespecting mizuzu so much she she, she was so much fun such an emo <laughs> she, I she literally her. is just an emo character yeah mizuzu's all right um what was that what was i gonna say um I was going to say something. Now it's, it's gone. You're watching a thought die in my frontal lobe right now. Um, <laughs> Tomo Chan was a fun watch. It, it was great. Yeah, uh, I thought it was all right. Like yeah, I said, yeah. Carol fun, really fun, uh, fun. sold it for me. Why I, I actually really enjoyed the, the anime. If, <laughs> oh, if it wasn't I Sally doing I was Carol, say. I don't know if I would have liked it as much, to be honest. I remember what I was going to say. It as, uh, as uh, Carol. About like halfway through the anime, they point out how old Carol's mom is, and everyone's like, "Hold on, <laughs> start wait doing a minute. math." <laughs> <laughs> math is not mathing here. It's like, wait a minute, that means you would have had Carol when you were fourteen. <laughs> Something's not right here. <laughs> but I guess it's explained. I think the the creator explained it away. It's apparently it's never actually explained in the story, um, but the creator explained that it is like she just got married very young and her parents were okay with it. It's a thing the Westerners do quite a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I I, I'm, <laughs> no comment. My mom is I, only like 15 years older than me. No comment. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, moving on from that. I come from a very we mountain people. You, you turn 12, you're an adult. All right. Like you, you expected to have a family by the age of 14. All right. Very different standards. I'm that's all I'm saying. You've had your first period and you didn't give me a grandchild yet. You're a failure, <laughs> Alex. You don't even understand. You really don't. Buddy. I think I, I, judging from what John just said, I think I do. Anyway, anyway what, what, what's dangers in my heart? I, I knew you would get, I knew bro, you were gonna put bro. that. I honestly knew it because you are talking non stop about this stupid show. Because I love it so much. Um, Joda, I'm going to watch this show, and if it's not really good, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I mean, go for it. I'm, I'm, people use me as a beating post. <laughs> How is that any Whoa. different from any other recording that we do, Alex? That's true. <laughs> Chinoda's the whipping boy. <laughs> <laughs> I meant this time physically. I'm going to fly to where he is. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. We didn't threaten the actual use of physical violence. <laughs> there, you I mean, after what happened <laughs> last time, <laughs> Con... <laughs> anyway uh yeah sure best relaxing show i know you love it uh um, talk about the masterful cat is depressed though well hold on hold on no no we're skipping you've already talked enough about this stupid show you've brought it up like five times already <laughs> fine um it was really fun to come home relax to it and just have my heart skip a few beats to it 
the masterful cat is depressed again. Is so such a it was such a cute what, what show. Is that stupid studio, the horrendous CGI. Um, um uh, it's the same studio, the studio that did uh, the girl I oh, like forgot her glasses. Yeah, it absolutely horrendous CGI. Hated it. Yeah, when they but used it. Now they actually only really used it uh, a lot in the like first beginning. Yeah, in the yeah, opening like the sequence, first one yeah. or two episodes. Now every episode they did have like a transition screen where they they the weird fish do... lens transition stuff. I hate go it. hands. Yes, go, go hands. hands. Go hands. Thank you. Um, and like that was it. That's all they used it for for like the first like one and two episodes and then every episode during the transition scene nope whenever they had cars they used it whenever they moved they had cars they had trains that was 3d bro yeah it was but you didn't notice it as much afterwards you got a little bit Uh, used to it and uh no i noticed every every single it wasn't present that much it wasn't not in the later half of the show no but in the early on early early half yeah it was so bad but Unlike uh, the girl I like forgot her glasses, uh, the masterful cat is depressed again today. Was actually good. <laughs> yeah, it was actually good because like, it was I, just I a... was surprised at how much I liked it because I was like, okay, the whole gimmick is that she has a cat and it's a human sized cat now. It's a giant freaking cat. Yeah, it's was like, bigger okay, than human size. Hopefully, this isn't some weird bestiality show. Fetish that was, that was yeah. like my first concern, and as it turns out, it's like no, he's more like a mom to her, and it's hilarious. I just want to say if uh uh what's the dude's name did Boy and the Beast? Namakoto Shinkai. No. Uh, no, the um Oh Boy and the Beast. What am I saying? Do you think oh. I said <laughs> Mamoru Hosoda? Mamoru Hosoda. Yeah, Hosoda. Oh, if Mamoru Hosoda had written this, it would have been bestiality. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought that the it was fun after getting past the whole like terrible CGI part in the beginning. I thought it was just fun just watching her like this office lady just interact with her cat, her cat who has to take care of her and gets and pissed like, off when she actually, like <laughs> actually taking care of her and like improving her life so much. And I was yeah, like, like, I, I wish was I was hilarious. her. Damn, like, she is pampered. It was like, oh, she rescues this cat, and because of the love in his heart, he he decides he needs to take care of her because she's literally useless without him. <laughs> if he didn't cook her lunch, if he didn't clean, she she would die. And I'm like, this is relatable. This is my wife. I'm watching <laughs> a show about my wife right now. <laughs> it's very true. My wife. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I just, it was fun to just watch. It's like, just turn it on. Like it wasn't something that I was like desperate to watch. I need to watch it every week, but I was like, Oh, it updated. I'll, I'll watch the next episode. Oh, that's pretty funny. Like the fucking cat and his weird like um obsession with like being good at certain things. Like I'm a, I'm a genius at sewing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like relatable. I get. That. I feel pride about stupid shit all the time. <laughs> the character is its own person. The cat is its own person, and I I love that. I genuinely love that. Like on top of taking care of his owner. He's, he gets up to his own shenanigans. He's recognizing the neighborhood. Everyone just thinks he's a guy in a costume, and that's just his thing. And that's <laughs> yeah. It's like he's going to a costume party. He's like, "Don't worry, I got this." Puts a zipper on the back of his thing, so they think he's in a Kigurumi. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, that was one of my honorable mentions. Is why I wanted to bring it up. Uh, 
one of my other honorable mentions for relaxing show was Saint uh, Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. I still need to watch that. It's cute. It's a cute rom-com. I, I didn't think it was egregious. I thought the character designs were pretty cute. I thought the story was pretty cute. Uh, the ending song is by Sasanomi. It's Toko Siesta. Amazing song. I love it. But my actual best relaxing show of 23 was uh, My Clueless First Friend. Like, bro. You the Dia fucking Beaties. Holy shit. Bro. And the Riz. The Riz, the Riz Master himself. Oh, my God. I, I didn't. Like, when I saw this show, I was just like, I wonder what this is about. And I watched it. And I'm like, it's like a show for kids. And I'm like, it it kind of is a show for kids because it's about kids in, like, elementary school. They're like, yeah, fifth, elementary. Grade, they whatever. are in elementary. They're elementary they school really kids. young. But, like, just watching it just made me feel, like, warm and fuzzy on the inside. Because I'm like, oh, look at the Riz Master, dude. He's, look at this girl who's getting bullied. But he's he's actually the transfer student. And he's going to be her friend. And he just, like, unabashedly is always just being nice to her. And she's just like, oh. And not just nice to her. He actually respects her and, like, looks up to her. Because he thinks she's the reincarnation. She's death itself. And, like, yeah. but in the cool way. He's just, he's just a... They've... Yeah, oh my god, the bullying that they do to the the main character girl, I'm just like, oh, that's so fucked up. Kids are so fucked up, dude. Kids yeah. are mean. But I'm, I'm so glad that... Um... Never never let a kid know your weakness. They will exploit it. Oh, absolutely. That's why it's important you pump them early. Whoa. 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 We here at Anime Club After Dark do In Minecraft. child abuse. Anyway, we do, however, first... find it hilarious. <laughs> I, do, I do not condone anything that this man is saying. I have no affiliation with this man. <laughs> um, Twitter, please cancel him, not me. Anyway, my clueless first friend is uh was my most relaxing show because it's just mainlining sugar, dude. Just straight up diabetes. It, Every it really episode. was. And John kept on talking about it. And I talked to, I, I was like, all right, fine. Let me go see it. I watched it. I was like, John, fuck. God damn it. That was like literally I, I, I every episode. Now. I just like I had to, I closed down the tab. I'm like it's too sweet. It's too sweet. I can't. God, that's just that's what I imagine it's like when people actually snort cocaine. It's just <laughs> listen, if you want a, a really cute, fun show to watch that you don't have to think too much about, and you just want to feel good watching it. This is my recommendation. My clueless first friend. Is she clueless though? No, no, he's the clueless one. He's oh, he's the clueless, the clueless one. one. I see. Yeah. I see. Tayo, like the sun. Am, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Well, but he's named after the sun. That's why his name is Tayo. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> before we, I guess that's, is that all you got to say about my clueless? Yeah, that's all I had to say. Okay. Before we move on to um, like the final thing we're going to talk about, which is our, our must-watch shows of 2023, I do want to quickly say <clears throat> um, Natai brought up Pokemon Concierge. I haven't seen it yet, but I do know it's stop-motion animation. I don't think stop-motion animation gets anywhere near the credit it deserves. And like, even in the animation world. You say that, but the new ending to Free Rent is stop-motion, and I think it's horrendous. <laughs> and you haven't saying... seen you haven't seen the the crazy uncanny valley no, claymation that is Sasaki and Peeps. You you say stop motion it doesn't get that much credit and these literally the two shows that I I'm that currently airing right now that have stop motion EDs are god awful. I'm not saying just because it's stop motion it's good. I'm saying that good stop motion animation doesn't get recognized. Actually, enough. that's yes, not I like the only one uh, that has stop so... motion. John, you're what? forgetting uh, Mofu Mofu. 
the ED for it. Oh, it is. It's like it's yeah, the felt. It's I forgot about that. I completely because I skip it because I think the song is trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree, but it is stop motion. You forgot about that. I did forget about that one. Yeah. Oh. Um, anyway, um, yeah. Let's let's talk about what we think are like the most watch or must watch shows uh, from last year. I guess this is kind of equivalent to our own personal anime of the year. Yeah, um, this is kind of the equivalent. Just because, like, again, I think award shows are dumb. I don't think we can come to a, an actual consensus. consensus on what constitutes the best show. So I, I mean, last year was pretty this... easy with Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> everyone in the internet agreed. But we we we, we, is... we talked for it about five minutes, and it's like, yeah, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, no contest. Uh, just like how I feel like, in in my personal opinion. I think that there's no contest for 2023 as well, and it's free reign. Like everyone, yeah. you, everyone I mean, in their mother knows. Go watch free reign. Yeah, um, I I think all three of us are kind of in agreement. It's free reign. However, and I'll let you guys it. talk about it. If I had to give this award or this, uh, you know, my personal opinion on this for a show that did actually end in 2023, because free reign is still going, yeah. um, I would say Pluto is my must watch from last year um along with oshinoko <clears throat> see i don't think that oshinoko is a must watch because like my must watch is like if you're gonna watch anything from 2023 go watch free run it's yeah. got everything that you would want it's got action it's got good story it's got good music sound design uh voice acting itself it's everything everything I mean, it, about it, it's Fringe. like it's like what a 10 out of 10 anime really should be yeah, like I remember watching the first three episodes and being like, okay, I see why people call this the the their favorite anime, right? The, the best yeah. anime of the season, of the year. I saw it from episode three. I was like, I see it has everything that makes this quite possibly the best show of 2023. It didn't yeah. get me the most hype every episode at the very beginning. Understandable, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It wasn't because the story is not hype. It's, it's, it's a journey. It's, about, yeah. it's not about the destinations. It's about the journey. And that's what the entire show is about. That's why and, it's called Beyond Journey's End. Yeah, and which is a good story. It's a good, like I said, it's a great story. It's, and everything else about it makes it amazing. But I wasn't hyped for it every week like I was for like Shangri-La Frontier, where I'm like, bro, video games, got to watch some more. Uh, but it definitely gets a lot more hype uh, later in the seasons just because they, 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 they do pump up the action when you get later yeah. into free run. So it makes it more like oh I'm I would not, I would I argue that what happens I would argue that it's good despite its action because like well, even without I'd the action sequences I'd still say it's good. Every episode feels at least for the first half of free run every episode feels like you know it's a segment of a movie like this is an art and yeah, it, it kind of feels yeah. like it's all um not concealed what, what's the word I'm thinking of contained it's all a self-contained story for this one part of the movie in this journey in one yeah. episode. So that's where it's like, okay, it's not going to, you know, there's no investment into watching the next episode until we get to the longer running arcs, like the current right now where we're in, we're in the longer running arc with like the, the first class magicians arc, I guess. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, now that this, this is like, I'm so invested. I'm like, bro, I, I need to know what happens. <laughs> like, which is funny because we only got a few more episodes to go before this show ends. <laughs> we got but, a decent amount of episodes to go, actually. Mm -mm. It's only 26 episodes. Yeah, I'm not only... sure what episode it's on right now. No, it's 20, 28 episodes. Isn't it on 19? No, no. sorry. I'm thinking about Shangri-La. I'm sorry. Never no, mind. You got to think the first four episodes aired on the same day. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, yeah well, I mean, we're, we're closing in on the end. 
yeah. So again, if you're gonna watch any anime from 2023, like if you don't watch a lot of anime, but you only want to watch the cream of the crop, watch Free Run. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to point out. I, I I wanted to put out some stuff there that actually did end in 2023. Yeah, which is fair. Um, for me personally, I picked a couple things that I thought, hey, like anything from 23. Um. Freyren, obviously. Yeah. Shangri-La, especially for the gamers out there, I think you... Um... Yeah, like I said, I was more hyped for Shangri-La Frontier uh, at the beginning of Fall 23 than I was for Freyren. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I want to watch more Shangri-La Frontier. Hmm. Um, Oshinoko, it, it was one of the biggest names. Listen, if you watch the first episode of Oshinoko, you're going to want to watch the rest. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah. again... If no for some godforsaken reason you didn't, like, the hell... And second, to try the other, the rest of it because it is very much worth it. Um, I mean, I do understand that uh, you know, like Natai's opinion, where it's like it's at the bar and your expectations, and it doesn't ever meet that bar and expectation ever again because it, it goes, it starts building the world slowly around it more instead of like here's the main premise. Like I, I felt the same way because when I read the manga, I was like, I loved the hook. That hook was amazing. I want more. <laughs> And it took so long to get to, like, the more part. But I'm like, okay, the more part is good, though. But I, I understand why people would be like, oh, yeah. Because it doesn't give you that much, like, breadcrumbs to feed off of when you watch the first episode. Like, to the rest of the... Like, because the first episode is the main story of what's happening, right? The who does. Yeah. This is the main draw. Especially but, those last, like, ten minutes. Yeah, and it's, like, the breadcrumbs that you get throughout the um, rest of the, like, 10, 11 episodes is not enough compared to like the piece of bread that you got dropped in the very <laughs> beginning. Um, Mashley genuinely enjoyed it. Did not know, uh, Mashal. I'm sorry. But that's okay. Mashley. Mashal, Mashal, I, I keep Mashal. on mispronouncing Michelle, it for some I don't know reason. Mashal, muscles and Mashal. Mashal. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I definitely like, I remember seeing the premise like, okay, so it's one punch man, but with magic. Harry Potter, One Punch Man. Yeah, and that <laughs> and is quite like, literally what it is. Well, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did, honestly speaking. I like, because again, you know, I like One Punch Man. And it's like, but that type of comedy kind of falls off after a while. But what makes Marshall really good to me is just that the, the consistent um, likability of all the characters. Like, it's not just Mosh, uh, Mash that's really funny. Like, I think Dot is hilarious. <laughs> I fucking love oh, Dot. <laughs> um, I don't remember the other guy's name, the blue hair guy. <laughs> oh, um, not Rain. Rain is the one with the yellow hair. Um, I thought when you did that, you had to sneeze. No, that's Finn. Well, Finn, Finn should Amis. be an easy name to, re to remember. Oh, Rain is his older brother. Yeah, Rain yeah. is more prevalent later. Probably, yeah. Uh, but Finn, I think Finn is funny. I mean, he's like the slapstick, like, kind of character. Uh, that points out the obvious things. Or is it, what's that? The straight man? He's like the straight man to the group. Yeah, he is the straight Cause, man. Because <laughs> Dot and Mash are just complete idiots. It's hilarious. And um, what's her name? Not Sarah. Uh, what is her name? The uh, Lemon? Lemon, yeah. And Lemon. <laughs> she's like head over heels in love. Freaking it's hilarious. So yeah, and I don't remember what the blue guy's name is. I keep on forgetting, even though he's such an important character. Well, because, like, he's so serious and, like, oh, this and that. And then it's, like, his thing is he's a freaking um, siscon. He's, like, I love my younger sister. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, um, but I, I definitely think um, 
genuine fun show and like I, I here's how I know it was actually really damn good. I got one of my more normie casual friends. I was like, hey, check this out with me. And they were dying laughing and they were like more, more, like more episodes. Yeah, like I think Masha was just it's because of how easy it is to get into, how dumb it is, it has a very wide appeal. Like you don't have to be a veteran anime fan and you can enjoy it as any type of like wherever, whatever level of anime veteran you are, you would enjoy this show just because it is just entertaining. It's for everyone. Yeah. The characters are fun. The story is easy to make sense of, and it's just freaking hilarious. Um, Winland Saga season two peak writing. Absolute. Uh, what else? What more do I need to say? We are. But does he have any enemies, though? <laughs> he has no enemies. Has I mean, no if you liked Vinland, so to me, a lot of people, a lot of anime watchers, didn't like Vinland Saga season two because they it set the expectation with season one of like it's going to be a battle anime, but it's not. Yeah, no, and each, so each, each arc is going to be completely different. But I think yeah, those but... people told on themselves, honestly. Well, I mean, we've talked ad nauseum about Vinland Saga about how like it's a it's a character study of Thorfinn. It's not about like it's not always about the struggle of life, you know. Like it's not all just about physical fights and stuff like that. It's about other types of fights that you have in your life, like your mental yeah. struggles and emotional struggles. PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for my final thing, um, this one is specifically for the veteran weebs, in my opinion, and I don't think you can truly enjoy it unless you're one of those magical destroyers. We already talked about it a good. A decent amount but yeah i think you need to have experienced the culture really understand it to get true enjoyment of this show yeah, uh, it's i mean i'm not, not yeah. it's hard to recommend that to like just anyone that that's definitely like i wouldn't i would i because I it's a meta selective. commentary it's like you got to have a little bit of knowledge about like the industry about like otaku fandoms and weirdness in general but I definitely think it's a solid watch. Like, I don't understand. A lot of people hated the show, which is because of the ending. And I'm like, you don't that, but listen, the ending makes sense. Okay. The point it is that anyone sense. can be the otaku king. It, it took a little bit for me to come to terms with it, but I was like, all right, that was actually a really good ending. Like, like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not I wish it ended happy, how, but I get it. I, I wish it was a happier ending where I wish everything that I wanted to work out worked out. I really do. But, you know, sometimes it's not the story that's that's not the main point of the story that it was trying to tell you at all. And yeah. those are my picks. And uh, again, Natai recommends <laughs> Attack on Titan season four, like finish it. Yeah. <laughs> if you're there, just finish it up. <laughs> season four. It's season the end four, of an era. Two. It really is. Was it season? No, final season, part three, part two. <laughs> so I do want to say I'm very much looking forward to seeing what the next big anime that what introduces the next wave of people. Like, what's the next? Big hype moment. Demon Slayer Jujutsu Kaisen. I disagree. I, I, I meant afterwards. I meant what's the next. Oh, you mean like after thing? now? Yeah, yeah after what's, now. What's, what's the next that? generation's Death Note or Attack yeah, on what, Titan? What is it? What's going to be the big thing? What's going to make those waves again? I'm looking forward to finding out. With like Jujutsu Solo Kaisen leveling, maybe? and with. Maybe. And maybe. So like with uh, Death Note. 
and Attack on Titan. They're a lot more mature. They're a lot more shock value. Like with uh, Jutsu, Jutsu Kaisen and Demon Slayer, those are like atypical shonen. It's like Black Clover, right? Yeah. Atypical shonen is how a lot of people get into the shows. But what's the next, I should say, hot topic anime? <laughs> like, let's be honest here. What's the what's next normie anime? What's the next pop culture anime? Because what's yeah. the next anime that's gonna have like all their shirts be sold at Hot Topic? Yeah, because it was like that for Death Note, and it was like that for Attack on Titan. What's the next one? That's a great question. Um, I I wish I knew the answer to that. I don't see anything currently airing that could be that. I mean, maybe besides something like Jujutsu Kaisen, but it, it's not like Death Note or um, or Attack on Titan in that regard, though. Yeah, I mean only time will tell like i i honestly don't know but i'm, I'm watching a lot of shows uh I'm, I'm pretty hyped for a lot of new shows coming out in 24 i can't wait to talk about the 24 anime because whoo boy is it stacked full of good I, shows i mean we yeah. had some, we have some good stuff that's airing right now in winter but i mean i, I was looking at spring 2024 kind of season nasty. three new season yeah. of, of that's Demon what i'm Slayer. saying like 23 was like a, a year where i could pick a handful of shows like yeah these are kind of the cream of the crop 24 is going to be a lot bigger. There's so many more shows that I'm looking forward to. I, I just want to just, just really quickly. I just want to list off some things that's airing next season. Konosuba season three, uh, new season of Demon Slayer, third season of Slime Tensei, seventh season of MHA, second half of the second season of Mashoku Tensei, um, Kaiju number eight, which I'm kind of looking forward to. Uh, remake oh, of the manga. I'm wait. I'm, I'm so hyped. <laughs> Is it, is it really that good? I like it a lot. Like you know, and we have more slime this year as well. I just said that slime tits a season that, yeah. three. Oh, um, yeah. uh, season three of the irregular magic high school. No, uh, yeah, something that. I'm personally hyped for. Yuru camp season three. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a brand new season of Black Butler coming out in spring. I, I refuse to believe done. it. <laughs> that's, that's huh. I don't know. And that's just in the spring of 2024. That's not to speak. Yeah, there are things that, that haven't even been announced for the next seasons. Yeah. I, mean, but, I think we yeah, were all winter... shocked to hear that Shaft is coming back with more Monogatari later this year. Yeah. So winter 24, pretty good season. Uh, spring 24, even better release season. There's so many stacked shows in spring. So to me, there's like a lot of potential for 24 to be like the year that the anime, the year that upsets anime the most. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. there's going to be too many good shows. Not enough people are going to have. There's not going to be enough people to uh, like enough watch time to watch everything. There's too oh, many God, shows to pick really? from. So yeah. to close this out, I want to ask you guys a final question. What did you think of 2023 for anime? I honestly, I thought it was pretty mid. Like, every, yeah. It just because of the there are literally a handful of shows that I would say were standouts and we've talked about every single one of them, the standout shows, well, at least most of them, um, you know, if you have other standout shows, you know, let us know in, in the comments below, because I'd love to know other shows that I might have missed that you thought was great. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to fight you in the comments and tell you how you're wrong. So be prepared <laughs> for that. <laughs> and then it'll go actually and then it'll go watch. And it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, everyone, and that's, you know, the reason why this episode exists is just, we just want to shine a light on, here are some shows that we thought were really good. And just because we thought they were great doesn't mean everyone else is does and, and will. And maybe there are other hidden gems that we don't know about, because there are definitely a lot of those that go undetected, like almost the entire season. Yeah. 
yeah i agree i I, i'm kind of in the same vein as as john um i if if i were to rate like 2023 in anime on a scale of one to ten i'd say it's like a six six and a half i wouldn't say it's exactly mid I, I feel like it's a fair assumption just because like the good standout ones were so good that it bumped it from a five to a six. And I feel like, this, <laughs> I feel like the year as a whole was very bottom heavy. Like the, the best stuff aired in the summer and the fall, I think. I mean, other than Oshinoko, which aired, in which the, aired in the spring or spring. I thought it was, was it spring? No, no, it was spring. Okay. Oh, um, the only like super hype thing that I loved in the winter was Vinland saga season two, but that also aired into the spring. I believe I agree as well. The highs were high, but that was very small and limited, which I don't mind. But overall, most of it was mid. Mid means middle. Remember, that means it's okay. Doesn't mean it's bad. People it's have to remember that. About something is that it's mid. Yeah, I... like... <laughs> possibly. Yeah, I just you know I I don't know if it's if I'm experiencing burnout from watching too much anime, I don't think I am because I'm watching more and more shows again. Mm. And maybe that's making me have a jaded opinion because I'm consuming so many shows. It's like, look, if you're not better than this show in this season, you're not that good. Right. It's like, it could be that. I don't know. Yeah. I I think we're all kind of in agreement that it it wasn't the best year for anime, but it wasn't God awful either. No, No, absolutely not. There was definitely standout, shows there were standout moments even in the mid shows um surprising things here and there which were actually enjoyed by the overall community i thought it was a decent enough year definitely enough to hold us over until the year that is 24 yeah i mean it wasn't like 2019 2020 the year the anime just the dark times before the dark times the times you could catch up on your list (laughs) yeah when john was only watching two or three things a season it's because i was reading like six different light novels and 300 different manga (laughs) (laughs) now i'm only reading like two not light novels and i'm not reading any manga i i read manga whenever i feel like it now i'll catch up on something but then (laughs) i won't look at my new 40 chapters to read every day john welcome to being an anime watcher <laughs> i'm back to watch an anime baby for this anime only podcast <laughs> yeah. john by the way I, I i have to blame you real quick oh boy remember how we were talking about kaguya sama oh yeah yeah yeah, I uh, I started reading it a couple days ago i don't care we're ending this episode shut up yeah alex yeah all right all right. Well, thank you all for dropping in uh, to watch us. Check down below. Oh, but don't forget to like, comment, subscribe if you like what you saw and want to see more. Uh, check down below where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on uh, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Discord. <clears throat> uh, also, we are on Blue Sky now. I started this a uh, Blue Sky page, which is it's, it's it's new Twitter. It's 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 not Twitter. That's what it is. That's what it Twitter is. Twitter like. <laughs> Well, it's funny because you can't actually say the word on Twitter because your your post will get like limited. Wow. <laughs> so just people call it, they they use like uh, emotes to describe it, or they'll just say the other site. I mean, sure. I. <laughs> anyway, uh, also check down below where you can find a link to Anime Club uh, After Dark's merch store where you can get uh, nice shirts like this. Um, but with that, I have been your host, Alex, and we will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. 
night. It's been three hours. I want to go jump off a cliff. <laughs> Shower time for me. I, oh, I just want to. I, I want to say before we go, I spent the entire time and didn't bring up Bungo Stray Dogs once. Good job, Thank Alex. God. Thank Good job. God. <laughs>